Welcome to Pretending to be Wizards, our Dungeons and Dragons podcast. If you enjoy our content and would like to help us grow, please leave us a review on iTunes wherever you find your favorite podcast. You can also support us by becoming a patron at patreon.com p2bw and become part of our game. Thanks for listening. Hello everyone, welcome back to Pretending to be Wizards. This is chapter four, the part where he kills you, of our One Piece campaign. And here, playing is... I am all of the made-up parts on my resume, but they're honest. Kayla. I'm a frosty can of ginger ale. Carter. <laughs> None of the logistical problems of life on Mars. Sid. <laughs> and we are here at the uh, second floor of Impel Down. The very last, where you guys left off. Everyone was in a powwow, getting healed, about ready to leave. Um, uh, so you guys look at the lift to the top floor. Mm -hmm. um, you see that it has two chains. Um, one lift is down at the bottom. Ah, <laughs> I'm sorry. Go one on. lift is down at the bottom. It's just a little pod um, that you guys can all step into and uh -huh. rise up. Um, and the other lift is currently at the top. Um, uh, it doesn't look like the Northern Dragons are going to be able to join you just yet, but they will make their way out when they can. Um, I don't think that they'll be able to help you in the coming battles, but you do still have Eva and Jinbei. Nice. Um, is there anything you'd like to ask them before you step into the elevator? Oh, man. Uh... You'll have to forgive me. I don't remember what the top floor looks like. Um, how much trouble are we going to be in? Uh, Jinbei responds, um, from what I remember, it's just the lobby. Um, I'm sure they're waiting for us, though. Right. They? I wouldn't yeah, like, suspect the Marines to leave all of this alone. No, but, like, you said they, just, is it, do you think it's just the Marines, or, like... Probably. Okay. We can do this. The Marines yeah. and what remains of the jailers of this prison. We can do this, I believe. Alright. I'm with you. Eva, how you feeling? Marvelous, darling. Good. Hell, alright. <laughs> <laughs> Good. That makes one of us. I can't say that I've had a good time waiting here. Mm. What will be the first thing you do whenever you get out? Well, I must go reclaim my kingdom. I am a queen, after all. That's fair. You are absolutely Fuck correct. Fuck yeah. Jinbei, you're still on board with coming with us, right? Seems like the only place to go, but also the safest. Good. Yeah, let's just get up there. I don't all right, know, guys. Okay. It's going to be a little bit of story time. All right. So you guys step onto the lift out. Um, there's just a big lever that sends it up to the top. Um, Jinbei goes ahead and uh, initiates it and sends you guys up. As you ascend... Uh, the rope breaks and we all die because we didn't check it. Oh, no! <laughs> oh, no! Way to go. Way to go. Game over! Way to go, guys. You did Bye, not guys. check the goddamn Bye. elevator. We've been pretending to be wizards and we didn't do a good job. <laughs> yeah, this is why you guys haven't been investigating <sighs> checking. <laughs> Fuck! 
Um, okay. <laughs> but as you got as you guys ascend, um, you start to notice the chains on the opposite lifts start moving. Um, as you guys are ascending, another elevator is coming down. You guys are moving pretty quick, um, but as it passes, uh, you see five people in the elevator, um, and one man you recognize instantly facing forward um, with a scraggly beard, um, a big portly belly, and the shittiest smile you've ever seen, and that is Marshall D. Teach Blackbeard and his crew are heading down the other side of the lift. They didn't seem to look over at you. They, But as you guys ascend, you reach the... At first, I was going to be really excited. I was like, oh, and then it got really bad real quick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. And his face would be infamous enough. You'd probably recognize him from his one posters. Okay. He's a pretty big deal. This is uh, Blackbeard of uh, the Blackbeard Pirates. Recently ascended to... Uh, the state of Warlord um, taking Jinbei's previous position. Hmm. Um, Why would he be... Hold on. Probably because he wants me in prison. He's the one probably behind all this nonsense, right? Hey, hey Grana? Yeah? You see that? Yeah! (laughs) Are we past him by now? Yeah, it was okay. pretty quick. It was a pretty quick moment, and okay. just like that, you guys can't see each other anymore. Grinnon is extremely nervous. What the fuck you think he's doing here? Um, if I had to take a guess, he probably put us here. He's not a good person. He really got it out for the white beards. Listen, <laughs> it's bad. White beards, black beards, I don't know why. Well, if it makes you feel better, we're actually called the Newgate Pirates. I've just been calling us the wrong thing this entire time. Oh, the Newgate Pirates? No, everyone knows you as the White Beard Pirates. Oh, we do? Okay, never mind then. Just Just Edward Newgate's just the the captain. And so, like, you guys kind of like to team up with, like, the Chocolate Pirates and the Caramel Pirates and the Peanut Pirates. There's a guy who's been calling himself Brownbeard the whole time that claims to be the son of Whitebeard, but... I don't have a brother, so, I mean... (laughs) Well, I mean, like, yeah. I have brothers, but they're not my real brother. No, it's okay. We can, we can just shit on my joke. It's cool. <laughs> we, can, we, can ignore, we can ignore it. We can ignore yep. it. Yep. Yep. That's there's what we're going to do. There's a set of strawberry pirates, and together it's the Neapolitan Coalition. And, Neapolitan! Uh, <laughs> okay. Okay. I don't need your pity. Let's move on. <laughs> um, so at the top of the lift, uh, you... Go through, uh, obviously, just it goes straight into a hole that was up in the ceiling, and you enter a space that looks. Wait, real quick. Was he in handcuffs? No. Can't never mind. He was not being escorted by anyone either. <laughs> okay. Okay, I was um, right. Move <laughs> on. And at the top, at the top of the lift, um, you enter a space that is a uh, striking contrast to what you've been seeing throughout the prison. It is the, uh, you have entered the lobby area of Impel Down. This is mm-hmm. the area where the guards um, go in and out. This is not a imprisonment section of the prison. This is um, where all the business of the area gets done. Yeah. Um, My dog's being very cute, but he's about to knock over one of these uh, camera stands. Hey, Henry. <laughs> Henry, come here, bud. Okay. (laughs) He's just inching closer and closer. All right. Fuck. (laughs) Um, Okay. So we're so we're at the gift shop. 
Hi, pretty boy. He, uh, there it was. And he, um, <laughs> beautiful. You guys actually don't see anyone. Mm. Surprisingly, all you see right out the gate is the path splits in two directions. Um, the area is still round, like the previous two floors, and so the mm-hmm. wall, you see um, two rings going in opposite directions. Um, this is somehow worse. What the fuck? Which path would you like to go down? Left or right? Uh, uh. They went left. They went left in the Goofy movie, right? Correct. Yes. Yeah, I think we should go left. Okay, fine. Let's go left. <laughs> Kay said that. Okay. <laughs> Passing the Goofy movie. Um, it it exists. <laughs> you can't take uh, that from me. You, as you start going around the corner, you see a set of doors um, that have been blasted through, like okay. um, brute force their way through. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, gee, is everything uh, uh, cloven? <laughs> this, this cloven door, um, <laughs> but it is busted through um, from the direction you guys are going. Uh-huh. So this door was open from your side. Oh, good. Um, cool. And you see... Uh, some bodies of some marines left around. Um, so wait, do you mean to say that somebody kicked the door in and we saw some bodies who once told me the world was gonna... Never mind, don't worry about it. Moving on. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so, as you continue, you start to hear um, the sounds of some fighting. You start to hear um, uh, what mostly sounds like just people getting beaten and bludgeoned as you're going around the corner. Um, do I do I hear people getting repaired? No. Oh, wait, no, because I have his repair. Oh. So. Oh, yeah, we killed that We dude. killed that yeah, guy. Yeah, no, scary sword okay. man. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> He's dead. So who else is powerful enough to do all this nonsense? Yeah. Um, so as you continue, uh, you start seeing some people in prison stripes fighting with the <gasps> Marines. Yeah! Yeah! Uh, they seem to be running around with marine weapons. They've got these guys in prison stripes have short swords, some spears, and things like that. Um, uh, a couple look like some of the other northern dragons. Um, and mostly, you see people from Baroque Works mm-hmm. um, running around. Specifically leading the charge is Mr. Bone Clay. Good. Uh, running ahead, just kicking the shit out of some marines as he charges through. Good. Leading this whole prison break. Um, he spots you guys, um, and, uh... Man, where were we standing with him? No, we threatened him, but he vanished. Okay. Yeah. And then I had talked to Eva, and and Eva said that she would talk to him for me. If he he reappeared. If he ever reappeared. Mm -hmm. Um, so he turns around. Oh my goodness! I'm glad to see you've made it! I'm, I'm glad to see you're glad. <laughs> uh, trust me, I I understand now. I did not um, recognize you two immediately. And uh, we, we seem to have gotten off on the wrong foot. But I'm more than grateful for what you have done to free me. And uh, as well as my comrades. Um... Because the rest of Baroque Works is there around. Mm-hmm. Um, is Crocodile there? No. <laughs> they left him in the cell. Oh, yeah, we... <laughs> they didn't even get him out. <laughs> we tried... <laughs> oh, 
Con, we we tried to get old Croc, but man, they just that that lock was just too big. It was. That lock was just oh. too big, my dude, and I'm sorry, and I totally and I, would have gotten him if I could. And not touch only that, that we told we told the other Baroque oh. Works pirates where he was and how to get him out. But I tried so hard I, and got so far, but in the end, it doesn't even matter. So, like, I'm so sorry. Thank you so much. Sorry, okay. so sorry, Bob. <laughs> God damn it. Um, but he looks he looks around confused. He looks towards some of the other members of Baroque, um, and he's like, I, I understood that he he was freed. I we didn't let him out. Oh fuck! No. Um, fuck! Some of the other some of the other broke pirates were like uh, off to the side. I I I think three handled that. I think some of the other guys went good, went good. that way. Oh, good. that's really that's really great and cool. Oh, that's awesome! Great. <laughs> good things. I'm glad what that everyone is working so. So well together. Wonderful news. To get this whole thing going, and I'm so happy. We have his jacket hidden in the bag, right? And I'm saying this. Grinnan is saying this to Kay, very like trying to be quiet. We have his jacket in the bag, right? When did we take his jacket? It was in the, it was in the bag. It was in the the big uh, items. oh good lord yeah I pac-manned okay. it I pac-manned it good good I just ran through there with that bag of holdings right. I got okay. like I check it's in there right good yes it's in okay okay but, um. like cover it up a little bit more so no one can see it like <laughs> in the event the bag gets compensated um Jinbei is a little surprised to see Baroque Works recognize you um but Eva assures him the the more the merrier in this situation. Mm -hmm. um, the enemy of my enemy and all that. Yep. So, uh, uh, Bonclay says, um, our, our group got split up. We didn't know which way to go, so we're both trying each way. Um, That's cool. So, uh, well, um, do you wish to go with Bonclay, or do you want to move ahead without them, or do you want to just go with the group. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look over at Eva and um, Jin, uh, Jinbo, or Jinbei. Jim? Jimbo? Jimbo? <laughs> I'm going to look over there at Jinbo Fishman. <laughs> Jimbo Fishman. Well, how's um, school today, Jimbo? <laughs> I'm sorry. You do, any, you do any experiments? Good night, Jimbo. Um... <laughs> I'm sorry. That went down a whole, a was, whole rabbit it was, hole. It was fine, Dad. I'm like, what are you doing? Oh, <laughs> uh, yes. These anime hillbillies. <laughs> going to go carve ducks in my shed now, Jimbo. I love you. Bye. From, from One Piece Appalachia. <laughs> <laughs> or Nickelodeon, either way. <laughs> Anyways. Oh, so how does where does, do they have a specific like mindset of where they should go? Um, uh, you guys, there's only one path, and they assume going with more allies would probably be better. Okay, so then I stay here and that. help clear this part, and then it's mostly clear. They they just they were fighting through a group of marines, and they seem to have cleared it before they spotted you guys. Okay, yeah, um, cool. Hence the conversation we just had with him. That's fair. No, I was just being like swords and bodies like flying, and I was just like, wah! Oh. Like, um, as we're having this very civil yeah. conversation. Oh, that's good too. <laughs> but no. Um, so, uh, I turn to Bone Clay, and I say, in the words of our great and glorious Queen Eva, 
the more the merrier. Shall we continue down this hallway? Eva just wanted to just collapse. That was an excited clap. More the merrier. Let's go. And we all adventure down the hallway. (laughs) And so you guys continue. um, As you... There's another set of uh, large doors um, that appear to be sealed a little tighter. They've had some more time to uh, reinforce it. Um, but so there's these aren't cloven doors yet. Not yet. Um, but there's likely um, some enemies on the other side. Um, do you want to help in the opening efforts, I guess? I'm going to take my repair. And I'm gonna I'm gonna summon the what's his name the dead guy <laughs> all, all the power of all the power the rage of Shiryu the rage of Shiryu and I'm going to slice the door open the quiet southern rage of Shiryu yes uh, go ahead and roll a uh, it's, I don't think roll me a dex check just flat dexterity okay. um. It wouldn't be fair to make the finesse weapon have to do strength. Okay. Uh, 10 plus 5 plus 12 to hit? Not to hit, just a so- just straight dexterity. Oh, okay. Not an attack. Just a so dexterity. then, yeah, uh, 10 plus 5, 15. 15. Um, so, uh... Hit the door and it bounces back and hit me in the face. <laughs> um. <laughs> no, um, you get a good strike on it, you swing down right at the seam of the door, mm-hmm. and, um... You hear the mechanisms of the door break, so any lock and everything um, has been broken and uh, is no longer holding the door. Mm-hmm. Uh, but as you push, you there's something on the other side holding it. Um, and uh, Bone Clay just try, just looks towards the rest of Baroque and uh, second verse, boys, <laughs> and they're gonna try and just ram the door down. Um, Got it. Uh, I think Jinbei is going to assist with them as well. Can I assist? Yeah, totally. Okay. You guys want to jump in? Strength check. Um, 12. Oh, that's... What? Really? 12. Okay. Both the group and Jinbei rolled a 12 as well. And then I rolled a 17 plus 1, so 18. Yeah, y'all got plenty, but it's just like, there were three 12s in that roll. We did it. Um, uh, So yeah, so y'all... Bust through, and uh, some marines just go flying. But these these guys aren't actually in guard uniform; they're in standard marine attire. Um, so, people that have probably been sent in to as damage control, a new force of marines has been sent in. Um, but the, he's just in normal. Uh, you see some guys in normal marine, uh, but you also see two more of those guards in black armor. Um, that are waiting by, that are waiting uh, there. You all see, this room is a corner. You come through the door, and then there's another door directly to your right as you enter. Okay. Um, okay. Can I roll? The, they're humanoid, right? Uh, yes. yes. They would be humanoid. Okay. I want to roll a history check on the black armored people with advantage because of my thing. Okay. Yes. Okay, cool. 18 plus... What would you like to know about them? Um, so 18 plus 3, so that's a modified 21. I want to know what they can do. Okay. And I want to know what they can do in a fight. So, since you fought them once before already, mm-hmm. and uh, gotten a good look at them uh, in light... Um, so you can see, these guys are some pretty um, hefty guards. They are obviously armed with 
large glaives, and um, these two also seem to have some crossbows on them, but okay. are not, uh, but are obviously holding their large weapons. Um, they're known to use some feats of magic, mostly to power up their weapons. Okay. Um, and also can uh, have a lot of um, menace, like a lot of presence, and can um, frighten and use that against weaker enemies. Okay. Um, do, do they have any area attacks? They do not. Um, cool. And at that point, uh, do you relay that to everyone? Do you? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, Bone Clay uh, turns to you guys um, and uh, says, As thanks for what you have done, leave this to us. Go, you should go through that door. We'll catch up. And so the Baroque works. You know, these guys are not the most powerful, but they've got the numbers right now. You're talk, we're talking 15 or 16 guys with you. Oh, shit. As okay. well as Bone Clay, who is a competent uh, warrior on all his own. Is okay. number three in there, too? Number three is not with you guys. Okay. We haven't seen him yet, have we? Mm-hmm. Okay. Not since you uh, left him back at the cell. Okay. Um, I, look at, I look at Bone Clay, and I'm like, hey, hey. Yes? You're the bone. N, is it n or m? You're the b o n. Okay, okay. I'm am sorry, man. This would have landed a lot better if I I forgot. I've just been calling you Ball this whole time because I couldn't tell. Uh, uh, you're the you're the Bond. He's and, the good. Yes. <laughs> and you know what? And all the other uh, <laughs> pirates, all the other. Uh, Baroque Works pirates around just support you and are like, yeah! And so, so it's sort of like sort of like the cheering in a bar type uh, thing where like everyone just gets in on it and so, yeah. Half and of so, them also weren't sure. Yeah. yeah. They're all just like, bump, bump, and you know. And the black guards just kind of look at each other and are a little confused and are like, you're gonna die soon! He's a really cool dude! Bye! And then we go. Okay, and so you, um, they ready their weapons, but you, as you, Jinbei, uh, and Eva start heading uh, towards the door, they're they're moving to intercept, and then this dynamic roundhouse just lays one of them out from home play yes. as he takes his stance, and uh, the others raise their weapons towards the other black guard. Um, you guys pass through the door, and it closes behind you. You don't see the rest of the fight, but you uh, you have high hopes after seeing that display. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Um, into, as those doors open, you see a large room with the military insignia on the floor. It's a very big dome. Um, it's... The whole area seems to be wood floors and everything, and as when you enter, directly across is another door similar to the ones you just came in from, and to your left are enormous, are a set of enormous round double doors um, with the marine insignia, and at the top it says, Abandon Hope, All Ye Who Enter. And this is room, this room is known as the Gate to Hell. Cool. 
and standing directly at the center of the door, staring down another man, is the Warden Magellan. He is a colossal figure. He is... Looking at this man, he is an imposing... <laughs> he is an imposing uh, figure in and of himself. He is... Uh, he has these... He has this bushy beard and sideburns, um, wearing sort of a black Napoleonic hat. Um, seems to have some ram's horns and black wings. Um, and standing there with his arms crossed, staring at another man with a hook for a left hand and wearing a black fur coat. His hair slicked back and just notices you guys enter and smoking a cigar. Where did he get the fur coat we got it from? I don't know where he got the cigar from either. But he is standing there, takes the cigar out of his mouth, looks nice of you to join us. And you see the him this hook, even sweep his hook out from under his coat. Thought I would have to handle this myself. Puts the cigar back in his mouth and wait and nods you guys to come on over. Um, I look over to Kay and I'm like, "You have his jacket in the bag, right?" Yeah, I got it. Hey, where hey. did he get this one? Hey, good question. Good question. Before we get closer to him, I just want to be sure. Right now, he's our bud, okay? Like, right now, he's our bud. This is not two enemies. This is our bud because he wants to kill Magellan. Yeah. I know. I know, Greg, but hey, he's our bud right now. Oh, okay. He's still not getting that coat, though. Please, please, God, he's our bud. He's he's our friend. Thank you. He's our friend, but he's not getting his coat back. I get... Well... <laughs> you know, whatever it takes, my dude. Damn it. He doesn't seem to need that coat back. Yeah, it's he, true. He clearly he's found a new one. He found a new one. Okay, uh, I put it on. <laughs> I put no! on... I put on the coat, and I'm like, I'm with you, bud. Uh, do you guys approach him? And, or, yeah, we get we get close to the scene, and I'm like, I'm do on you your have, team. I'm on do your you team, have Prod. his coat on? You I, have his coat. I pull it out of the jacket, <laughs> and I put it so, on. So, um, <laughs> I'm so mad. I'm going to be honest. Crocodile doesn't know who you are. <laughs> so, okay. he, he kind of side-eyes you, and just looks at you for a minute and goes... That's a nice coat. <laughs> yeah, how'd you get that one? <laughs> I was like, yeah, where'd you get yours? Brought it with me. Then where did that one come from? You like have it hidden up your ass or something? <laughs> what are you talking about? Seems like questions you'll need to be asking right now. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, you did. <laughs> you know what? Respect. Loving it. <laughs> Loving it. Whatever. Yeah. 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 I'm a fan. Yeah. He looks over at your allies. Um, Jinbei. Always a pleasure. And Jinbei just kind of grunts and gets into stance facing Magellan. Um. This moment's a little anime. Magellan, Magellan's just sort of acting as the wall. He's like, if you are going to go through this gate, 
you're gonna have to go straight through me. And uh, Crocodile was he was flexing, but this he's still wary of this um, this enemy. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, so I score up right next to Crocodile. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I hop up I, on the other I side. Get on the, I get on the side that's next to his hand, and I go, and I go his his actual hand, not his yeah. his hook hand. His right side. And uh, his biological hand, <laughs> not his not his adoptive hand. Oh my god. <laughs> I, Sorry. <laughs> and uh, and I go dial. I lift my hand up to fist bumping. Up. Roll roll me a persuasion check. Fourteen. <laughs> no, t- no time for that, Goku. <laughs> Crocodile looks down at you. Wake breaker. We in this together or not? For now. I lift my hand up for him a little more. You know, I don't have any fight with you. And I appreciate what you did for my men. Mm-hmm. And me and your dad go way back. I know this. And I'm not my father right now. But calling us friends would be a little gracious right now. I understand. And he's not going to fist bump you. Damn it. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, okay, team. Enough about that. I'm so uncomfortable. Thank you. Magellan, uh... Magellan decides to chime in at this point. <laughs> of course he does. <laughs> you see, he he draws out his hands. You see that he's wearing what looks to be like slitted steel gloves. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's scaled over his hands. Um, so they're it's like he's got these metal. I want to say like sort of like plate gloves mm-hmm. on his hands, and he's flexing out. Like night, like a suit of armor gloves. Yeah, sort of. Okay. So gauntlets. Gauntlets, kind of. gauntlets and bracers or some shit. Kind of. Yeah. Okay. Um, coifs. <laughs> and so he uh, he looks at um, the new batch of enemies that have appeared. Yes. <clears throat> I must say, it looks like I have to find some new staff members. And then he brings his hand and his fist together. And it and slices through his hand. No, I'm Behind him, this black sludge starts to rise from his wings and his back. Mm. And coming out in, diff- in multiple streams, it forms the shape of a hydra with eight heads. Beautiful. I look at him and say, You hiring? <laughs> <laughs> the hydra... Not in the mood for jokes at the time. The Hydra steps steps away from him ah, crap. and stands in front of him. Uh, and now you have uh, a little bit more to deal with at this point. Um, this large creature is dripping sludge and venom, but seems to be able to be acting on its own. Um, while the while Magellan himself. Uh, his armor has become uh, bounded and covered in the same sludge. 
if you guys would like to roll a little history on the powers of Magellan, you guys can do that. Thirteen plus seven. Oh, twenty. It was a modified twenty. I get advantage on giants, right? Not a giant. On humanoids. Not a humanoid. Magellan isn't a giant or a humanoid? Nope. Not for his monster card purposes. <laughs> Fucking fine. He is he is going to be much meaner than that. <laughs> Alright, well. That's a nine. Well, modified twenty is pretty mm-hmm. good. Um Magellan's. Well, let's make it clear. Yeah. You're you're much meaner than that. Not not him. Like we know he's mean. Yeah. Um. Uh. So. Magellan's power is uh, venom. He's not a uh, Logia type like you guys, which he which you guys can become your elemental power. He produces his power. His he produces venom and acid from his body. Ew. Um. And he has trained to create the shape of the Hydra Hot. that can always, uh, so that he can fight and be watched on all sides. So I'm guessing that means he doesn't, it's not a spell and it doesn't require concentration. Okay. It's more like a familiar. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, and I believe with that, it's time to roll initiative. This is it, you guys. Oh! My initiative roll, are you ready? Is a 29. 29. Right on. That is a 15. Plus. Grenin D. Wakebreaker, here to destroy shit. Modified 20. Nice. Yeah. You to destroy shit and wreck and your Henri. fucking day. Henri is nine. Good. All right, let's, let's roll all these NPCs. and rolling, um, don't forget to follow us on Twitter <laughs> at uh, P2BW1, so that way you can be caught up with all of the cool and fun uh, things that we are doing behind the scenes. <laughs> D&D Beyond. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if they were sponsoring us. Jeez, what did I get And then also don't forget, follow us or become a Patreon at Patreon.com. Uh, slash P2BW. What the hell is Crocodile doing? He is... Well, he's been ready to fight for like a few minutes before you guys appeared. <laughs> um, he didn't get as high as you, but he is second in the order. Um, and the Hydra. And if you're watching this on YouTube, uh, uh, put it in the comments if uh, you would be interested in seeing um, Ooh, the books that we make to be able to play our campaigns and if you would be interested in getting those for your campaigns at home. We make books. We gotta We might well, be. No, I'm it's sure. a thing that the, we're considering. The planning is to like show our our work process. Mm-hmm. I was thinking after this for 
those listening to the podcast, and if you were to go jump over to the podcast, there'll be an audio-only version of us just talking, doing a talkback at the end of our campaign of how, what all y'all thought and how I did everything and things oh, like that. Oh, well then in that case, for we're... my next camp, or for <laughs> the next campaign that I'm doing, if you're, if you, you know, follow through with us and are interested in my campaign, I am writing everything out, so that yeah. way you can be able to play my campaign with your friends at home. Cool. I'm not going to write down anything. I'm going to take it to the grave. Fuck you. <laughs> His will be at paiza.com as the playtest. <laughs> yeah, no, it's literally all going to be written uh, down already for me. Um, <laughs> so with that, let's get on to the fight with the big bad. Let's do um, it. Yeah. So, beginning combat, um, it looks like um, ready to get the jump into the action is Grin and Crocodile. Yeah! Um, so Grin and you go first. Um, take your action first. You're a little faster. Alright, so... And f- so what you have is you have Magellan standing with his back to the door and in front of him by about ten feet is the Hydra. Okay. Um, Magellan would be large, the Hydra would be huge. Okay. So I'm going to... Okay, wait. Real quick, before we, before we go, can I ask if the Hydra... And um, Magellan have like because you said he was like a familiar, right? Yeah. If they have a connecting like lifespan thing, so like if you do not know that. Damn it. Okay, I guess I attack the Hydra then. Um. So, uh, I'm gonna attack the Hydra first with my Rapier. No, with my Trident. Okay. Um, that is a natural 20. Oh, jeez. Alright. Oh, Jesus. Okay. So, that is a, <laughs> that is a first turn critical four, sneak attack. Five. Uh, plus... Let's see. My... Yeah, so, figure it, then double it. Oh, I forgot to add what D's... I need to put four. D6 is for sneak attack, D8's for rapier. Slash trident. Right. We said D8? You said the trident first, not the... Yeah, the, the trident one. first. Okay. It was a D8? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. So. All right, so we got six. Plus six is 12. Plus six is 18. Plus three is 21. Plus seven? Twenty-eight. And then, oh, do I, I, or I need to roll a second d8 for green flame bait, right? Yeah, another d8 for you. Okay, so then that is my bad. I forgot. Okay. Uh, twenty-one plus four twenty-five. Twenty-five and your modifiers. Um. Wait, hold on, hold on. Plus seven. It was twenty-eight before that d8. How was it 20 before the 32? Yeah, you you rolled. You had some modifier on it, and so you. Oh, oh okay. they have modifiers already. Okay. Okay. So, 24 plus modifiers is. Um, plus 7 on the trident for damage. Okay, so 21. So it would have been 25. 30, sorry. It would have been 25 plus 7. Okay, so 32. 32. So, 64 damage. 64 points of damage. Alright. 
And then um, a dual wielder, so I would like to uh, make a second attack with my rapier. Okay. And that is a 12 plus 12 to hit, so uh, 24. Hits. Okay. Um, and then, so I don't get a sneak attack on that one. No. Okay. But, but it is a plus three rapier. Right. And then, um, do I get, do I also roll with uh, green, green flame blade for that one? Uh, yes. Okay. Good. So then 2d8s plus 8. Uh, 4 plus 3 is 7, plus 8 is 16, 15. 15? Mm-hmm. All right. Not good. So, you got, so you uh, start off the battle, you and Crocodile start running out, you get there first, and you swing your trident wide, and you catch... Uh, you catch one of the heads on the downswing, and on the back up, you catch one right under the jaw. Mm-hmm. And so two of the heads uh, have been thrown off of the uh-huh, high Ah, that's yeah. dope. And, uh, oh, wait, two heads? Two heads have been thrown off of the hydra. And then... Oh, no. Uh, it's a hydra. You swing your rapier, um, and with its glowing hum, it, you swing down on one of the heads as it was trying to swing back towards you to re- reply... And you lop off that third head um, for your turn. So it's a, it, the Hydra has five heads right now. Um, and then Crocodile uh, is going to... Ooh, I should have specified I don't want to attack its heads. You don't have a choice. Damn it. <laughs> not, how the, not how the Hydra's abilities work. Um, okay. So the head slicing thing. Immediately for his bonus action, Crocodile goes into a rage. Um, From his body, a sandstorm erupts, and he flies across the room with his uh, with his hook and his other hand becoming a blade of sand. And he he swipes his hook and his bladed hand through. As he goes across, he tries to attack twice. That hits. And um, the bladed hand does not. Okay. So, um... Ooh, actually. Yeah. So, um... He uh, swings through with his hook and catches doing... What did I say his attack was? It is a more pick. Eight plus two D eight sixteen So it is he does twenty two damage um with his hook and uh rips one of the heads down. It doesn't die, but it is bleeding venom, and as he swings his uh his blade hand it catches on the venom, but the sand falls apart upon hitting the liquid, um, meaning that the crocodile's uh, power is weak against water, and so the liquid has come has a sort of water base to it, and so his sand blades are not going to, are no longer going to work on the hydra, um, just because they rolled on that one. But, um, okay. <laughs> uh, so um, you guys do a really good hit of damage to this Hydra um, on, 
like right off the bat. Uh, but now it is the Hydra's turn to act. And. In this turn, it erupts with a roar, and suddenly, out of the spots where it, the heads were cut off, the remaining neck portion falls to the ground, melts like venom, and out of it sprouts six more heads. Meaning this Hydra has eleven heads right now. <laughs> and... And it is going to do a barrage of attacks against uh, you, Grinna, and Crocodile. Mm-hmm. Um, fortunately, its modifiers are not great. Uh, if it attacks Crocodile, uh, my Sentinel procs. That's true. That's true. Um, that only happens once, though, right? Yeah, you can only do it one time. Um, because of you can only have one reaction. Um, but you can have a reaction, and you can sneak attack with it. Um, so, starting out, it's going to make it's going to make five attacks against you and six against Crocodile. Okay. Because um, Crocodile is a really big target and he's scary. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what are these ones first? Six. Uh, six plus. So eleven doesn't hit. Eleven doesn't hit. What's your AC right now? Seventeen. Seventeen. All right. So first attack does not hit. Uh, second attack hits. Um, third attack does not hit. Fourth attack hits. Um, and fifth attack does not hit. So, um, two of the attacks hit, and they are going to be d10s of damage. Um, Twenty-four poison damage. What? Yep. He said it deals twenty-four poison damage. <laughs> yep. It deals twenty-four poison damage. Um. And. <laughs> and you need to make me a Constitution saving throw. Ah, uh, of course she does. Uh, it was cockeyed. Can I Go, roll it again? Yeah. Oh God! It was a f- natural one. Natural one. Okay. Um, so you are now poisoned. Um, you have disadvantage on attack rolls and ability checks until it is cured. Okay. Alright. All right. Um, Wait, I have a cure for this, though. Because I have the lucky feet, right? Uh, you do have the lucky feet. You also have cure potions of cured disease. No, I, uh, I do not. I don't have them on me. Oh, well, uh, one of you guys has them. Okay, but... I don't you guys know where running it is. down all the stuff I've been giving y'all? Like, has one of y'all picked who's getting some of these things? Yeah, I've been taking notes for the stuff that I've been taking. Because uh, you guys have a... Or at least you, I don't remember writing... Like, I don't you have four doses of Potion of Cure Poison. Okay, I think I wrote that down last time, and I just uh, don't have it this time around. Okay. Um, but yeah, so, you do have a gear for that, or if do you want a Lucky? Do you want to use a Lucky roll? 
I would like to, yeah. Do it. Just roll the d20 again. It was also cockeyed. Don't roll out your book. It was an 11. 11? Uh, plus 5. You do succeed. I do succeed? Mm -hmm. It's okay. a low DC because he attacks a bunch of times. Um, and then, so for Crocodile, he is never going to hit Crocodile. Miss. Uh, miss. 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 Jesus. You've won 11 attacks. Uh, six. Jesus. Miss. And all of those fucking miss. What? Crocodile nice. has a 19 AC because he has max constitution 18 dexterity. Good. Um, so because I use my lucky feet, I don't get to use Sentinel this time around, do I? Uh... No, you do. You do still get to use Sentinel. Um, he just uh, none of them hit. None of them did hit, but you can use your reaction of your sword. You can use your sword reaction to uh, retort to one of the attacks it made. <coughs> yeah, I'll do that. Okay. Um. So, is it a sneak attack then? Yes. You have to roll to hit. It's not hard to hit. Uh. 10 plus 12, so 22. Yeah. Okay. He's a real big target, so it's hard to... Okay, so uh, 5 D6 is 2 D8s. Yes. It was 6 plus... That was a 5. 12. Plus 6, plus 18. 7... Her rapier of answering lets her use her reaction to Plus counter. 7. Uh, 32. Plus 4. 36. 36. Plus 8. 40. 40 points of damage. 44. 44, sorry. It wasn't 32. 44. Okay. Yeah, 44. Dang. Good. Good stuff. Alright. It is now Kay's turn. Beautiful. Alright. Um, you, you dealt 44 to the Hydra? Mm -hmm. Yeah. What did, what did that do? Oh, it did lop off one of the heads. Okay. I'm gonna roll... It's every 25 points of damage, just in case you were wondering. An insight check, I think? Okay. I want to know how to kill the thing. Um, okay, roll me an insight check. Okay. Please. No! It was a two. He rolled a two. Uh, uh, you're not sure. Um, it oh. looks like it's getting wounded when it's getting hit. So it is... Hey... Fuck off. No, like this like it looks like it is it is sincerely taking damage when oh. it loses a head. Oh, um, oh okay. it's um but it, it it does have regenerative powers, so it, yeah hurt it fast a bunch. Modified I mean it was a modified eleven. Okay. So. Uh, I'm gonna say that you used your bonus action. Okay. So you can still do your attack action just with Oh, okay. Can't use any bonus actions. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Alright, I will just do two normal bow attacks. Okay. Except they're not quite normal because I'm very good at bows. Because <laughs> I got good bow hands. Alright, so that is a 19. Hits. Crop doesn't have good bow hands. He doesn't. He has bad bow hands. He's only got a bow hand. Mm hmm. Womp womp. Okay. He's not concerned with bow and arrow. <laughs> so that Clearly is. Not. So that is. 
D8 plus 9 of piercing damage and then 2D8 of lightning damage. Yes. So that is uh, 16 piercing and 7 lightning. 16 piercing, 7 lightning. Do they all affect it the same? Uh, yeah, so what oh, I okay, put no, Never mind. It doesn't matter for, like, Magellan. It doesn't matter for that either. Okay. Um, I was thinking Pokemon rules. Yeah, I understand. <laughs> um, so what was that all together? Um, 16 plus 7, so that is... 23. 23? Yeah. 23 on the first bow hit. Okay. Um, that is another 19 to hit. For the second bow. 19. Okay. That hits. Okay. Eighteen on the next one. Eighteen damage? Yeah, eighteen to eighteen damage. Alright. I know that sounded really unconfident, but it was right. confident. I did it right. <laughs> I'm good at math. I'm a good math boy. Uh, so these two uh, lightning arrows fly out towards two of the heads that were attacking Crocodile doop, doop. and uh, the heads just shrivel when hit with the lightning and two of them uh, fall to the ground and uh, start to melt into the into the floor um, good alright uh, so it is now <laughs> sorry it is now Eva's turn um, Eva and Jinbei look to you too um. Uh, sorry. What's the plan? What should we do? Keep hitting it. I think. Pretty sure. Yeah. The Hydra. Yes. All right. So those two are going to be attacking the Hydra, or well, Eva's attacking the Hydra. Yeah. Um. Okay. So Eva is going to just um start out with a solid. Hellwink and is going to Hellwink? Mm-hmm. Not a death wink? Or death wink, sorry. Oh, okay. The the naming conventions are really Yeah, the uh, broad. It depends on which fan translated it. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Uh that's good. That's so I'm not joking. I know. I, I am. I know. But I'm not. Mm-hmm. It's funny because it's true. Mm-hmm. So that's sixteen damage. Uh, That's such a bad saying. It's funny because it's true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just like I can think of so many t- things that are not funny because they're true, <laughs> and I'm not gonna say them because it wouldn't be funny. All right. Um, That's funny because it's true. Huh? So the shockwave of her beautiful eyelashes um, swings sort of into the core of the Hydra and. Um, and see it sort of reels back from the hits. Are you telling uh, me that Eva rearranged Hydra's guts? No. Oh, no, oh, I'm not. Oh. I don't get it. I'm confused. <laughs> <laughs> well. <laughs> With that. <laughs> I'm full of bad jokes and regret. Wait, I, Eva, that was supposed to be a joke. Well, 
Continuing Eva's turn, she is going to... Move and ride off. <laughs> she is going to cast Healing Word on Grinna. It's not a lock, but it is at range, and she's not going to get close to the Hydra. Uh, and that's going to heal you for... Oh, max roll. Uh, 13 HP. Thank you, you beautiful thing. <laughs> Anytime, darling. So and, 13 uh, out of 24, that's... Yes. Uh, so now yeah. it is Magellan's turn. I hate that Jinbei rolled so well. <laughs> Alright. Uh, let's see. So... Magellan is going to form a huge ball of venom and just sort of like Frieza that shit just one finger and then swing and it's going to come down catching the Hydra and um, you and Crocodile in it um, and you need to make me a dexterity saving throw Crocodile does too. Have real good decks, it's fine. Oh, no. <laughs> hey, so they're both bad. They're both bad? What is his saves? Oh, no. What is it? Nine. A nine? Okay. You. And I don't get a second to use Uncanny Dodge, do I? Uh, no, since you did it earlier. I didn't use Uncanny Dodge earlier. I did Sentinel earlier. Right, okay. Um,. Oh no, but you can't because you sent Okay. Um, so, sorry, I did not have this spell pulled up for him because I didn't realize which spell it was. Okay. So, you still take half damage because of your evasion feature. Unfortunately, Crocodile does not get half damage. Um. So that is 86s. So that's 30 damage. So you take 15, and Crocodile takes 30. HP? Yeah. Damage no. taken. Damage taken. Damage so taken. That's how she writes it. Oh. Yeah. It's. It looks like a real bad number. So confused. Okay. No, I have 26 um, out of 200. You count up to your max damage. I count down from my max HP. Right. Uh, I understand. Yeah. I started doing that for the creatures, too, because it's just easier to write down those numbers until I gotcha. they hit the number. I like to subtract because I'm not a coward, but it's <laughs> fine. I'm not good at math, so... Uh, As we play a math-based, oh, <laughs> yeah, you did you a math-based game. You did show up to that tonight. All right, and I'm I'm so glad you did. Gotta <laughs> say, so glad. Yeah, um, love you so much. You see that as the Hydra got hit by that, 
the uh, venom of the attack is just draped onto the Hydra oh, no. and is sort of just becomes part of um, the ectoplasm body. Wait. Do, do we know if... Does it look better off because of it, or does it look unaffected? A little bit. It looks like... Ah, fuck. Um, so, I forgot to ask this earlier. Am I still poisoned? Uh, no, you lucky out. Remember, you used one of your lucky yes. charges. That's right. Because you have three lucky charges. It was a low check. Yeah. Because um, I've, I've had that this entire game yeah. and I haven't used That's it. That's a low check. You know what his spell save DC is? Not low. Not low at all. <laughs> um, all right. With that, it's going to be Henri's turn. Uh-huh. Okay. He's gonna. Uh, he's not gonna use Maximilian's Earth and Grasp because he can't do that on big boys. I think. I'm saying it can still attack. It just can't pin. Okay. Um, it can still hit them, but it just won't pin them. All right. Yeah. Then we're if gonna... you want, it's it depends if you want. It depends on you going into range if these enemies are not. Uh, I, I wouldn't like that. <laughs> I don't really want that for my boy, so I'm not gonna let him. Um, okay, so go ahead and make a strength saving throw, Hydra. Hydra. Oh, that's not a good one. Nice. Yeah. Uh, well, he has a pretty high modifier. That's still a 12. Um, he has a plus 5. Yeah, his strength. My do- gosh, I love saying this sentence. My dog's spell save DC <laughs> is 15. Yep. So, yeah, he fails. Yeah, so that's um, 2d6. Just sucker punch one of the heads. It just... I love that you gave my dog uh, Jake the dog powers. Yeah, yeah. It's very good. Does that count? Can I get that six? It's not lopsided. It's just on my pants. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so eight. Eight. Eight damage. Damage. Damage, yeah. Um, so... The, uh... The... Like, claw raises out of the ground and just slaps the hell out of one of the heads. And the head just falls to the ground and melts into the earth. (laughs) Slaps the head and then goes, No. No. Um... And now, uh, Jinbei's gonna ask you guys the same question. Um, uh, what, what, what's the plan? Attack the Hydra. I pr- We think it's attack the Hydra, because why not pick off the weakest thing first? Well, I mean, in order for you to get to, what's his name, you have to go around the Hydra first. Yeah. Chef's choice? Uh, I'm gonna say you guys have to choose an option. Okay. For him. Uh, get that get that Hydra out of the way so we can All right. so we can okay. gang up on that boy. All right. Um. So that's uh, that is the correct choice. <laughs> um. So Jinbei is going to have made the correct <laughs> choice. Jinbei is actually going to enter melee range the Hydra instead of throwing from afar. Um, you see, You're so brave. You see that his hands um, sort of have like a black aura on them, and he is going to flurry the Hydra and attack a bunch of times. That hits. Uh, that hits. Um, that one hits as well. 
hits and hits. Alright, so that is five uh, hits with the flurry. And. Uh huh. How many hits did I say it had? Had two. Oh. You said it had two. <laughs> it had 11, and then um, it's lost. It lost two when you hit it. It lost one when Henri hit it. Okay. Um, and Eva did not take one out because Henri did one. Alright. So it lost three. Um, 11 so minus three. So it's back to eight. It's back to eight. Okay. So it is going to. Oh, those are D8s. Jesus. Come on, Jen. Oh, those are good rolls. 18. Twenty-five. Is sixty-five damage. Damn! <laughs> you see, he sort of like he comes into the space and sort of moves you back to get directly into the front and in a outrageous like beyond comprehension display of martial arts he swipes his hands out hitting a different head each time and they just burst when hit it doesn't even look like he's making full contact but the moment the fist rises towards these targets they're just exploding outward um and then the final hit, he does. He opens his palm and pushes straight for the body of the Hydra. Nice. And it erupts out from behind. The venom flies across everywhere. Uh, I'm going to need you to make a dexterity saving throw and uh, Crocodile as well. Crocodile makes it. You said dexterity saving throw? Yeah. That's uh, it was high. a 10. The 10? Oh, okay. Um, so that's going to be... Can I swing at it? <laughs> Can I use my rapier and hit it? So, um, that's 16 damage, but halved. So, 8 damage. Um, 26 plus 8. So, you take 8 damage, and the Hydra um, is destroyed. Um, Magellan actually looks largely unfazed by this. Of course he is. Um, yeah, that didn't take that long. <laughs> Yeah. Um, I gave Jing Bei the power of Haki, and so he does damage to he does a uh, damage to elemental shit like that. Um, if you just mix a new one on his next turn, I'm gonna leave this house and find the, <laughs> and find the nearest uh, thirty story building. <laughs> I don't want that. If it did survive that hit, that would have actually been really bad. Mm -hmm. um, See, it is, it is, you have to tell me if that's going to happen. No, it's not going to Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, so look at it this way. All the, the powers of One Piece rely on metabolism, and that was like his whole lunch, was that was summoning that Hydra, oh, and it'll take, it'll take another good meal for him to be able to do that again. Okay, okay. Um, so now it is the, it is the gang fights the... <laughs> Fights Lucifer of Impel Down. Um, all right, Lucifer. Yeah, no, that's in, nothing. In, yeah, good try. Good, good go. No, it wasn't. You don't have to say that. <laughs> all right, it is now Grin's turn. We are back at the top of rotation. Okay. So I'm going to um, 
kind of like spit on the ground and it's probably gonna be like this gross like oozy nonsense that kind of like got in my mouth whenever the thing hit me mm-hmm. and so I'm just gonna spit it on the ground and I'm gonna look at Majil and I'm gonna say is that all you've got and then I'm gonna swing my rapier and my trident you're gonna run up to him and attack yeah alright uh 17 plus 11 to hit with the trident first uh 17 plus 11 hits okay and then um for that one, it'll be one, two, three, four, five, plus two d8s. All right, so we got 12 right off the bat, um, plus six. 18. Plus six. 24. Plus five. 29. Plus seven. 36. Okay, so that's seven, or what was it? 36. 36 points of damage from the rep- or from the trident. 36. Yeah. Um, uh, and then I'm going to swing again with the repair. Okay. That was a... A 19 to hit. Hit. Mm-hmm. It does hit? Yes, just barely. Just barely. Okay. And then uh, two D8s of damage. It'd be four plus eight. Four plus eight? Mm-hmm. Twelve. Twelve. Okay, so 12 points of damage on that guy. And then... I can't swing again with my bonus action, can I? Mm-hmm. Okay. Er... Yes. I can? No, that, that second, um, yes, you can if you'd like, but you don't get your modifiers. Okay. Go for it. Wait, I don't get my modifiers? What do you Yeah, get? you don't get your modifier to damage. Okay. You're plus seven or plus eight. Okay, but I still get the plus, like, twelve to hit, though. Yes. Okay. So then, um, I'll swing my repair again. And that'll be a 17 plus 12 to hit. Hits. Um, and then I still get Green Flame Blade to add to it, right? Yes. Okay. Uh, 7 plus 5. 7 plus 5? Mm hmm. Alright. So. Alright. So on, t- on those attacks, you notice that uh, your flames do not seem to be getting through. The damage is, the damage is being dealt. The weapons are hitting, um, but the your flames are not doing what they normally would. And it is Orcaster. What does that mean? I am no. I'm completely powerless against this guy. Then if fire no, is not so- a thing, swords definitely still work. Okay. <laughs> your knife, your knife is still pointing. I promise. Okay. <laughs> um, crocodile does not roll well to hit. He is still raging. He's a little. He's a little crazy. Um, so that one, yes, that one misses. But he is going to swing again with his hook. That does much better. Um, and he is going to do. 
feel like not enough characters in D and D use a war pick as a weapon. So I had to make. I made his. I made his hook a war pick. Fuck is numbers. a war pick? I don't know. I think it's just a pickaxe that people use for combat. I hate that. Yeah. Right. That's terrifying. Um, so that is 10. Are you Google searching it? Uh, yeah. I want to see. 11, 12, I think? Yes. Oh, gross. Yeah, so that is 12. Ew. Gross. We don't want that. That's... <laughs> attached to his arm. Ugh. Well, I mean, that's what it's being classified as, but, like, we just looked up real war picks, <laughs> and they're, um... Unpleasant to think about getting hit by, right? That, I feel like that's great for crocodile. And like, I get that swords are also not pleasant to get hit by, but it's a. This war just pick. looks real bad. It just looks like real it bad. looks like if you got him in the rib cage, you could just like wrap it and pull. It's like big spike with a curve on it, and the curve just makes it so bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, um, so crocodile has. Uh, he was just injured range and gone. Oh, did all he could with his uh, with his hook. Dumb hand. Yep. Um, next up, it is Hydra's down. It's okay. It is. Okay. So what are you gonna do? Um, we're gonna use electricity. A support spell. Not a support spell. A buff spell. I know words of things. <laughs> um. Hmm. We want. Ooh. We want Hail of Thorns. Uh, there's two people in melee range of him. Just. Ah, okay. damn, you're right. Okay. Hunter's Mark. Okay. Of course. You guys can't see it, but Henry's being really cute off screen. Oh, sweet. Yeah. My mark is gonna be Blackbeard. Blackbeard's not there. It's Magellan. I mean Magellan. Magellan? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> My mark, it's gonna be three floors down. It's gonna down. be Greta! <laughs> How dare you. I was here to betray you all. No, I wasn't. Alright. Dumb. Okay, so that was a 12 plus 13, so a 25. 25. Hits. Okay. One piece is actually the enemies you made along the way. Oh no, what? The, the real treasure was the enemies. Oh, fuck. Cool. Hi, he's being glowing. And... Hi, good boy. I would love... Oh, wait, never mind. I was about to cast it at a high level to inflict more damage, but that is not how that spell works. Right. It just lasts longer. Yeah. I know. You're a good dog. Okay. 10, 11, 13. I wish I could just, like, hold you because. 13 plus 9, so that is a. Mm-hmm. No, he's okay. It is a 22. The 22? On the f- 22 on the first hit. Yes. All right. Yeah. Yeah. And um, the second hit. Gonna be... I just realized I'm gonna have to have you guys tell me uh, the damage types of your attacks. Oh, that's right. Um, it's okay. I'm just gonna... It was it was seven two two two. pointy kind. Wait, never mind. Your bow's magic. Don't worry about it. 
You're right. Nuggets for good. Oh, you're both magic. I forgot. Okay. Nuggets for good. Did you get the quantity? Yes. Okay. Uh, the next one is a 19 to hit. 19 to hit? Yes. Just barely. Damn, dude. That's all. That's also what I rolled to hit him. Yep. Just barely hits. That is a 21. 21? Yes, from my magical, magical button. <laughs> Alright. You deserve all the things. 78. Alright, so that is... Um, he's just super invisible on that screen, isn't he? Is He is. I'm yep. just petting the air. He's just... <laughs> um, so it's going to be uh, Eva's turn. <laughs> and... I think next time we should get a blanket for the couch so that way he can sit on the couch and play with us. I'm playing with your dog. <laughs> I know you're playing with my dog. We're recording a D&D podcast. <laughs> you cannot do this. Uh, Comments below. Can I play with the dog? <laughs> we, are pro- we are audio professionals. Um, he is too. Look so, at him. Okay, yeah. He's pretty quiet. <laughs> he's an audio professional. Yeah. Um, he's going to just sit there in front of the microphone with his fur and be a pop guard. <laughs> <laughs> Good. That's how it works. Um, yeah. God damn, it is. So I'm going to have. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! Yay! Alright, so. Okay, tell me, now Henry has joined the, joined the sofa. And we can finally see him in full, that's correct. Alright, this is my boy. So, Eva is going to cast Bestow Curse oh, no. on the Pit Fiend. Oh, wait. Oh, no. Pit this Fiend? Is, this is your ally. Pit Fiend? That is, yes, that is what Magellan's monster card is. Oh, shit. Um, uh, Spoiler, you guys who have not memorized the monster cards, I guess. (laughs) Oops. Um, No, that's, you're not supposed to. No, I know. (laughs) Um, So, one ability score, what curse is card? All right. He has disadvantage on uh, dex saving throws. And um, he must make a wisdom saving throw at the start of his turns. If he fails, he wastes his action doing nothing. Um, while a target is cursed, your attacks. Oh, wait. Uh, sorry, I still have to. I guess to do a wisdom save. He does not make. Uh, does he? Jesus Christ, what are these modifiers? Okay. He does not make it, so he is, he is cursed. Um, Wait, who is Eva? No, Magellan. Okay. Eva's, Eva's the one doing the Yeah, oh, Eva's okay. the one casting it. My apologies. Um, uh, <laughs> so, um, any attacks that Eva does against the target do, does extra damage. And so now Eva is going to do a death vink. And. Oh, uh, that's not gonna hit. Um. So you see it, like, slam into the door behind Magellan. He just sort of, like, leans out of the way of it. Um, and now it is Magellan's turn. Um, okay. Is going to... 
won't be difficult. <laughs> Stay one place. Is going to just start attacking those. The is no. Those nearest him. <laughs> um, so he is going to create sort of a set of fangs of poison that he's going to bring down on Crocodile. Plus 14 to hit. Um, so that hits. And it's going to do 4d6 plus 8. Come in. 4, 5, 16. It's 16 damage. Um, and he must make a constitution saving throw. Which he makes. Um... Alright. So, what did I say that was? That was 18 damage. Okay. And then he's going to um, swing back at you with a claw attack. Okay. And that is 11 plus 14, 23 hits. Yep. Um, I don't actually think Magellan can miss you without a critical fail. Um, oh. And that's 2d8s of damage. That's 5. So that is 12 damage. Um, plus 8, so 20 damage. Okay. Um, and then he's going to... Uh, make a um, he's going to swing just a a right hook at you as well Grinna okay. and that's going to hit and that is 2d6 is a damage that's 4 12 damage and is going to um, swing a back kick at crocodile and is actually gonna miss. Okay, so wait, I took another twelve points of damage. Yes. Okay, and then um, I haven't used a bonus action yet, right? Uh, a reaction, no. Okay, he swings a crocodile. I'm gonna swing at him. Okay. Um. Because y'all are so tight. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. Uh, fifty. What was it? Huh? Oh, shit, I it. it was. I had fifty-four HP plus twelve. Mm-hmm. So that's sixty-six. All right. Dang. And then, so I'm going to swing at him. After you make an attack, you can leave the range of an enemy. I know. (laughs) You have that ability. I know. (laughs) Um, 13 plus 12. Hits. It hits? Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, So, doesn't count as sneak attack or does? Does, but no green flame blade did. You know what? We're gonna take away this one because it keeps rolling slow. We're gonna mm-hmm. pull that one up and then a D eight. You getting benched, D six. All right, it's about to be more these getting benched here in a minute. Okay, so I've got five plus eight. Thirteen. Plus four. Seventeen. Plus three. Twenty. Plus ten. Or sorry, plus eight. So twenty eight. Yeah. Points of damage. 28. Mm-hmm. All right. 
it's going to be the end of his turn, and it's going to be Henry's turn. Henri's turn. Is that Henri? No, you're Henry. What's real? What is real? Is this the real life? Is this just fantasy? Get from reality. That's a 16. I don't think that that will hit. I'm just a small dog. I am trying my best. (laughs) It doesn't hit all the time. Even though try I might. Okay. So Jinbei is going to... uh, do some of his ranged attacks. He's going to make two ranged attacks against him. He's not going to flurry this turn. Hits. I'm going to spend a key point. Does hit. <laughs> he is not going to spend a key point. <laughs> um, so that's two. Six. Eighteen. So that's eighteen damage. Um, so he sees that his attacks do, in fact, connect. Um and he is going to spend a key point to um, activate patient defense so he's on guard. He's in the dodge action right now. Um, cool. Okay. Um, it is now the top of the next round, and I'm going to need you to make a wisdom saving throw. Okay. Seventeen minus one, sixteen. Sixteen. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, you are now frightened of Magellan. Oh no. Um, and also Crocodile is ooh, also frightened of Magellan. Okay. So you, you and Crocodile. Oh, and is Henri within melee range of Crocodile? Uh, Jin, but or Jin was. No, he used ranged attacks. No, because um, you said he ran up. Oh, that was the Hydra. Never yeah. mind. Henri wouldn't be more than 30 feet away. It wouldn't be less than 30 feet away from Magellan. Wait, did he go to to attack Magellan? He used Max... If No, he was shooting for Maximilian's Earth and Grasp. Oh, that was a strength save on my part. Oh, wait. Oh, you're right. Which, I mean, I'll roll that still on. Uh, I mean, if I... Know. He makes it. Okay. Okay. That's a lot of modifiers. That's right. a whole lot of modifiers he has. So either way, no no dice. Right. Okay. Okay. Um so um Yeah, after Henri learned that he didn't have to actually like run up to people to hit them, he's yeah. like dope. Yeah. He just gets to lay there. Righteous. Um yeah. so you are now frightened, meaning that um you must spend your, your turn getting away from him out of thirty feet. Um and you are frightened until the start of your next turn, and you cannot end your turn within 30 feet of the, of the Pit Fiend. Okay. So you have to take your turn to back away from him. Okay. My max speed is 30. Your max speed is like 50. You're right. Um... Is it my turn now? Yeah. Okay. So I move away from him. Mm-hmm. Is it like flame magic in general that he can't touch or um it is uh the flames seem to do nothing to him not even magic flames 
Right. Okay, then I can't do anything. Uh, you can't do anything on your turn anyway. No. Because of the ability. Um, and Crocodile also cannot do anything on his turn, but he provokes opportunity attacks. So he's going to get attacked by one of the claws. And I think he's... He's going to miss. Okay, so the Crocodile gets away without getting hit. Um, but now it is Kay's turn. Um, the path to the pit fiend, to Magellan, is now open. Um, there's... Uh, Everyone sort of spread out now. Um, yeah. Um. I get okay. Yeah, I'm just gonna keep at what I'm doing. Wait, wait, wait! No, 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 no! He has a. Uh, he has disadvantage to deck saves right now, doesn't he? Yes, he does. Thunderbolt. Yeah, thunderbolt. Yeah. Or lightning bolt. I'm sorry. All right. Um. So, it's going to be a straight line to him. Okay. And that's a deck save on his okay. part. That is disadvantage deck saves. Um, ten. Does ten make? Ten does not make. Okay, so he takes full damage. Alright, so that is going to be 8d6. Kill it. Yeah, that's... Okay, 17 for the first half. Two. Okay, so that is 25. 25 lightning damage. 25. Oh. Mm. Does that double? Okay. Um, and on the next one... We're gonna use just a regular longbow. Okay. Wait. Now, if we're if we're going around that that quantity, then we're gonna we're gonna do thun lightning bolt again. Okay. And yeah. So that's save. Mm -hmm. uh, six plus eight. That does not do it. Does not make. Okay. Yeah. Oh, and I mean, disadvantage, but yeah, I mean, it's yeah. Cool. Incredible. Was it? No. Okay. <sighs> Rude. <laughs> 13 on the first half. Sorry. 18 for the second half. So 31 total. 31? 31 lightning damage. Alright. Um, so that was a pretty good set of hits. Um, Eva is going to um, run over to Grinna and is going to give you a double helping of Cure Wounds um, because I gave her the ability to use it as a bonus action. So she's going to do, um, yeah, two regular first level cure wounds. Or no, a second level and a first level. So, that's 3d8s. 
17 plus 9, 26 heal. Ooh. You heal 26 HP. Um, and that's all she's going to do for her turn. Um, How's Magellan looking? Um, you're, uh, all these attacks are reaching, um, but he seems to still be standing pretty firm. Uh, and it is his turn. And uh, Wait, it's his turn already again? Yes. Because you and Croc couldn't go. Okay. Um, he is going to... Uh, he's going to say... I don't think you understand why this is the gates of hell. And he leaps from the wall and begins to fly. And we're going to make a strength check. Eight. Eight? Okay. And K, make a strength check. Um, 17. 17? Yeah. Okay. So, Can I use Lucky and re-roll it? No, because don't worry about it. So he is going to grab the two of you, and he's going to say, you started this, and bring you both back to the door, throw you down, and throw his hand to the ground, and Walls of venom are going to erupt from the ground and surround you, and the three of you are now surrounded. In the this, three of us? Yes. Brenna, Kay, and Magellan are now surrounded against uh, with the, his back to the gate in venom, and he's going to, uh, and he's going to say, uh, "It looks like your execution will have to come early." And is going to um, and is going to have to end his turn there, um, but it is now just the three of you. So back to Grinna. Okay. Um, I see you're getting stressed. You guys are in no way going to die in this panel. I don't. I've been making jokes about it, but like you guys are in no way going to die in this. I panel. wasn't stressed. Were you stressed? Kayla was stressed. Kayla was I was over halfway dead several so times. Magellan. So was Magellan. Kayla. Let's take a break. I gave you guys all the dopest shit. Okay. Uh, three plus twelve to hit. Those not hit. Yep. Next attack. Do I get a second one? Always. Okay, just making sure. <laughs> you always get two attacks. No, because I... Never mind. Just okay. Uh, twelve plus thirteen. Thirteen hits. Okay. Um. So then. This is probably like a forty foot, uh, area or forty foot. Okay. Then am wide. I still in range to him then? Yes, I was telling it for K so that he could okay. still use his bow and arrow. So, five, and that was a five. It was ten. 
19, 20, 22, 23, plus 8. Uh, 31. 31 points of damage. 31? Mm-hmm. Woo, woo. And then, um, bonus action to, well, you know, I don't get to use a bonus action if I use Sentinel, right? No, you do. Reactions and bonus actions. Okay. So, yeah, I'm going to swing to hit again with the repair. Mm-hmm. Um, 4 plus 12. That won't hit. Does not hit. Yep. Okay. Alright. Okay. He's still got Hunter's Mark on him. So. Yes, yes. We're going to go. I'm going to run 30 feet away from him. Or, no, I'm going to run 20 feet away from him towards the edge of this mm-hmm. wall and uh, bow him. Double bow. Yeah. Oh! Um, how does 16 sound? Doesn't hit. Damn. Oh no! How's a crit 1 sound? Does that no. one hit? It does not. Oh uh, man. Who could have... Damn. You feel that uh, part of the venom of the wall drips on your arm and it stings as you oh, shit. release your bow. Is that my first damage? Is that my one point of damage? No, you need to make a con save. Oh, fuck. Oh, well, cool. That's Because that's a two. That you don't make. Yeah. You are now poisoned. Okay. <laughs> Fuck. Which means you... Uh, da, 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 have disadvantage on attack rolls and ability checks. Until it is cured. Alright. Um, Alright. Thank you. It is now Magellan's turn, who uh, has had about enough of your bone arrow bullshit and is going to. Um, is going to fly towards you. Um, is going to provoke the opportunity attack, but it's going to try and fly towards K. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can go ahead and roll an attack to see okay. if he. Can still get past you with Sentinel? Uh, 7 plus 12. 7 plus 12. 19. Just hits. Okay. Okay, Woo! so you do stop him. You do stop him. Oh, you st- oh nice. Yes. Yeah. Good. Alright, so 4 plus 4 is 8. Plus 2. 10. Plus um, 5. 15. Plus another 5. 20. Okay. Uh, plus eight, so twenty-eight. Twenty-eight. Twenty-eight points of damage. Ooh, racking them up. Okay. Um. Uh. Magellan. That was almost a bad mishap of numbers. Okay. Magellan's going to, uh. Look, is going to look at you, Grant. I'm going, I'll get back to you and backhand at you um, and attempt to shove. Mm-hmm. So that's a strength check, a contested strength check. Um, 14. 14? Okay, so he he knocks you back about uh, five feet from him, so he knocks you a little bit out of range, um, but you're stay steady footed, you're not knocked prone. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he's going to 
Uh, I'm sorry, 10 feet back. Now it's 10 feet back. Mm-hmm. And he's going to raise his hand towards K and fire a bolt of venom at you. And it's going to be a... Ooh, 19 and change to hit. Okay, yeah, that gets it. Alright, and it is going to... Um, oh, right, it's going to be... It's going to be three individual bubbles. That's how I set it up. Um, second one hits you. Uh, the third one does not hit you. Okay, so two of these hit you. Okay. And... Hey, Kayla? Mm-hmm? You have 112 Eight. HP, right? Yeah. You roll the level up. 16. You roll HP when you leveled up to 10? Yep. Huh. Okay. Um, I have 132. We'll talk about it later. <laughs> That's fine. Yeah. That's going to be 25 damage. Okay. I'm sorry, 23 damage. 23 damage. Okay. So we only leveled up once, right? Yep. Okay, that's what I thought. You should have 125 damage. Why does nobody tell me this? <laughs> sorry, yeah, you should have 125 as your total. Okay. But you're counting from the, you're counting up, so you yeah. should be okay. Um, but yeah, so his little... Poison globbies hit you and do that much damage. Um, and that's going to end his turn. Uh, the top of the round, you guys are still surrounded in this uh, venom dome. Mm-hmm. Uh, venom dome, if you will. You hear like uh, shocks and impacts from outside, and you can sort of see like where splurts of the venom are being popped in. You think it's probably Jinbei's attacks and some larger hits of maybe the shockwaves mm-hmm. from Eva's attacks. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, nothing's getting through so far, and it's Grinna's turn. Okay. Um, so I'm going to try to attack with my rapier. That is a 16 plus 12. 16 plus 12 hits. Okay. Uh, so one, two, three, four, five, and that. Okay, so we got six plus five, so eleven plus fourteen, or sorry, plus four, uh, so fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty-one, twenty-two, twenty-three, plus eight is thirty-one. Thirty-one. Thirty-one damage. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, Swing to hit with my trident. That is 16 plus 11. Hits. Okay. And um, it's going to be 3 plus 7, so 10 points of damage. 10 points of damage? Mm-hmm. All right. Ooh, he is, he is looking rough. This okay. is, uh, until this, this uh, dome was sort of a panicked idea. He's okay. hoping to... Uh, potentially save face if he can okay. prevent these two prisoners from escaping. And then I'm going to uh, bonus action attack again. Okay. And that was a 16 plus 12 to Hits. hit. Yep. And then 7 plus 8. No modifiers. Which is 7. Okay, so yeah, 7. Nice. Alright. Um, and... It is Kay's turn. Okay. 
fuck's my d20? Okay, there it is. Sorry. Um. Oh, wait. I don't want my d20 right now. I want to keep casting Lightning Bolt. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Yeah, you can cast it without hitting Grana. Huh? You can you can cast it without hitting Grana. Okay. Yeah. Um, that is a deck save on your part, which you still have disadvantage against. That's true. Because I'm not bending rounds. He fails. Woo! Okay. Are you gonna cast it twice? Uh, yes. Uh, he fails you. Okay, cool. He super fails the other one. Yeah, and so those, those are four of my five uh, lightning spells, but I'm using them right, I think. Mm-hmm. Okay. You also, you did not recover spell slots from the past episode, but I don't believe you used any of your lightning spells the past episode. Or, well, you used, like, one, but I don't recall you using any lightning spells, mostly actual spells. I will leave it up to you how many I have. Okay. If this, if that was my last one, then I'm good with that. Oh, uh, you said this is your fourth one? Yeah. Let's call it your last, because I only remember you casting Guiding Bolt last episode. Okay. Um. Okay. Three, six, nine, Okay, um, so 17. Hold on. Oh no! I need you. Okay, four. Eight, 12. Yeah, so this is gonna be 16 d6s. Cool. Okay. Um, yeah. That's so much. Okay. Let's see if let's see how it do. Okay, so this is seventeen plus twelve plus ten plus eleven. So seven, eight, nine, ten. So that is fifty points of damage. Fifty points? Fifty points from these two spells. What does it look like? Oh. Nice. Oh. Yeah, Jesus we, about Freaking time! Who came up with that? I like that we came up with that really cool way of finishing off big opponents. <laughs> yes, we came up with that. We're really creative and good. Um, <laughs> what did we say? What does it look like? Yeah. Thank you, Matt Mercer. All right. So I, I, look, I look at him, got my hand up, casting the spell, and I go, Shazam! <laughs> good. Strike him with lightning twice. <laughs> as as the lightning strike another thing through, I came up with <laughs> as the lightning strike bursts through um, you hear at the same moment maybe you don't because you're casting but granted you hear from the outside what sounds like sloshing water and this bolt flies through like just it looks just like a projectile just flies through the barrier and strikes Magellan as well right in the chest, and the uh, barrier just splatters off, and you see Jinbei's open palm there against the wall um, as the the smoldering over Magellan and the uh, hole now in his chest as well from this bolt uh, as he stands there um, Crocodile looking very surprised to see both of you still standing um, as Magellan uh, is sort of standing there in a stance. I thought you hit the button. Hey, we're pretending to be wizards. We're back. Uh, we're still breaking prisons. 
<laughs> I'm we ate, okay. we ate a bunch of food. Uh, Carter didn't eat pizza with us, and now he's sad. <laughs> I, uh, no, I'm not. So they were gonna, they were gonna get a pizza. Um, we got pizza. Yeah, they were gonna get a pizza, and they're like, "Hey, you want to join us?" And and I was like, "No, I need to eat healthier tonight." <laughs> I did say that. I did you say did that exact phrase. Um, and then I sat at home, um, boiled an entire pot of gnocchi, and <laughs> ate it all by my fucking self. Um. Like a goddamn hero. Yeah, like a like a real Republican. <laughs> so, like a god fearing Republican, I ate that entire pot of gnocchi. Um, <laughs> let's do it. Sure. Let's dungeons. Let's dragons. Once you've been, once you've been, I'm definitely not a Republican Carter, and I. Yeah, once you've been where I've been, you'll understand. It'll make sense to you. I don't want to know. I don't. I don't want to be here either. (laughs) So anyway, someone just died, and um, you guys are staring at the the still standing body of Magellan, um, and the gates to hell begin to open. Oh, we gotta Um, go in there now, don't we? Uh, well, you're coming out. You guys were in hell. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, I thought he was guarding worse things, and I was like, I mean, I guess we could kill him. <laughs> you guys are the worst thing. Just keep that in yeah! mind. Yeah! Y'all are the worst thing. I'm the guy. I'm the fucking worst. <laughs> Me, my stomach, and I. We're pretending to be wizards where we're the fucking worst. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, as the door is opening, um... You see, like, sirens flashing in the back, like, just the, hey, the, hey, shit's happening out here, mm. sirens, that, like, typically go off here. Is there a button? Um, there's not a button. Oh, okay, never mind. You hear, actually, over the intercom, the voice of Bon Clay, uh, who has opened, who has entered the control room, he and Mr. Three went around, uh, and found the control room to open the door while you guys were fighting, and are on their way to you. Um, as the door is opening, sunlight is breaching through. Um, you guys, uh... Phil Collins plays <laughs> Everything is Good. You guys haven't, haven't seen this much bright light in a little bit, and, uh... In that moment, what looks like a sword flies through the air and oh, strikes sh- crocodile, crocodile. Shit. Um... When you see it, it's not quite a sword. It's more like a metal rod, and it strikes directly against Crocodile. He doesn't turn to sand. Um, And it takes him out, and the sword flies back from where it came. As it comes into focus, you see a vast battalion of Marines. Oh, fuck. Um, And standing at the front is... A man in a white marine's coat holding on to that sword he just threw, smoking two cigars on the same side of his mouth, <laughs> and wearing some of the most badass sunglasses hey, he sometimes, ever. Sometimes a cigar is just a cigar? I don't think so. He's got two dicks. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, nice. He's wearing the dopest sunglasses you've ever seen. Whatever that means to you, he's wearing them. Okay. Uh, smoker is different for everyone. Um... <laughs> So, uh, you know what? Roll me a history check on this man. 
Whoever gets the highest check gets to dictate what the shades actually do look like. Okay. Sounds good. Ah, you get it. Was a sixteen plus seven. Yeah. Okay. So this so is what do they look like. Yeah. Obviously, they're aviators with like the polarized lenses. Pretty good. Pretty good. That that fit that fits his personality pretty well. Um, he this is uh, Smoker. He is a man who is rising rapidly through the ranks of the Marines. He is currently a vice admiral um, and hasn't even he hasn't really been at this for very long. So he is. Um, Rising up, back yeah. in the streets. Don't. Um, oh, <laughs> no one expects him to be an admiral, though, because he's uh, he tends towards violence and is known to be a bit in uh, has a bit of tunnel vision issues. He sets his sights and uh, he sounds like the best the combination. Yeah, so um, he is uh, he has a devil fruit power that allows his body to turn to smoke and vapor. Um, and he wields a sword that is, or he wields a metal bat that is tipped with sea stone. Mm. Um, he is the man waiting outside for you guys uh, with a whole battalion of marines. Um, uh, remind me how big a battalion is. I don't know. I just mean a whole bunch. Okay. Just mean a fuck ton. Okay. Um, there's a. <laughs> <laughs> It wasn't that funny. <laughs> but there's, uh, you see dozens of ships on the horizon. Uh, oh, fuck. And the it outside is. of Impel Down is a large disc. Um, you see where you came out of, the dome that you came from, as well as uh, the wide area. They have, they have it surrounded on sea, but only the area in front of you is has the Marines. Um, Guns pointed at you. Um, they likely know that it's not going to be super effective to fire, but Smoker is not taking any chances and has all the men he can uh, manage. You also see, strangely, what looks like a raft beached off on the side. Um, you might know that Blackbeard doesn't always travel on a ship. Mm-hmm. And you think that this uh, raft might be the way that he got here. Mm-hmm. Um, no telling how he navigates it. There's no controls, no sail. Not, it's just it's just a pallet of wood, pretty much, mm-hmm. that he and his five dudes stand on. It's like, gosh. That, um, Would I know, like, if he was there to get somebody out, or? Probably not. How about you guys roll me perception checks? Yeah. Um, 18. 18? Uh, I'm not going to top that. No. Um, Crocodile is getting up. He's He feels it in his chest where it hit. Um, he's uh, testing his powers to, like, turning his hand to sand and back, trying to make sure that it all works. But he knows that uh, this is not someone that we need to be challenging right now, especially with these odds. Mm-hmm. Um, so, with your 18, um, you see that there are some ships on the horizon, <coughs> also some closing in. Some actually pulling closer to impel down. 
not like the other standing back cannons at the ready. Any flags? Um, one of them actually doesn't have a marine flag up. It's still a marine ship, but the flags are down. There's no flags flying from it. Mm. Um, it is coming at you. So let's say you exited and you're facing south. Okay. Um, everyone else is to the south of you, and to a little bit of the uh, southwest is this is these two ships coming in. Two ships, both of them without their one. Flag one without flags. Um. What do you guys have any ideas right off the bat? Do you have any any thoughts? Um. I think we gotta stall. I think we. I think our only chance is that ship coming without a flag flying, and I think we gotta stall for it. I'm whispering. Jim Bayless, do you do know anyone who would be here? Nope. Okay. Wait, here? You mean like on a ship? Like on a ship coming. He, he just... Yeah. No, no. I mean, I could assume that my uh, crew and family would know that I am missing. <sighs> and so they might be coming yeah. to get me. There are people me. that knew that you got arrested. Yeah, and so they might be coming to get me, but mm-hmm. that seems very unlikely to me. Okay. Um, as you guys are talking about this, uh, Smoker is approaching slowly, but you also hear the hear the... Some of the pirates have started entering the dome behind you. The the crews that you had let out, some of the various pirates. Just general prison stripes. Boneclay and Mr. Three are there. As is another man you didn't actually meet, um, but you guys uh, would recognize as one of the faces of Baroque Works. He is Mr. One, as you guys would know him. And uh, Wait, he's not Crocodile? No, Crocodile's Mr. Zero. That's um, right. But Mr. One approaches, and uh, he stands next to Crocodile, and uh, Crocodile says, uh, what took you? And uh, his name is Daz Bones, and Daz says, uh, says, you know, with all these people heading up, there's some weirdos really coming back in, referring to likely the Blackbeard. Um, and he looks a little roughed up, but uh, he's is un- he still in one piece? That's it, guys. Thanks for watching. No, because I know who he. Is. I think I think I know who he is. Right? He's in like the. I do. I I feel like. Sorry, this is out of care. Like out of character. I think I know who you're referring to. Daz Bones. Yeah. Is he the clown guy? No. Okay, never no, mind no. then. Never mind. That was a that was a bad joke. That was a, no, no. That was a bad uh, joke, and I'm sorry. Yeah. Daz actually can turn his body into iron blades. Okay. Um. But he is yeah. So he is unarmed, and he is me too. But she's got to be real cute. Stop! Stop! No! Stop! Never mind. We're making we're making this. No. <laughs> I'm so confused. Bad. No. 
I'm sorry. <laughs> We're going to move on because I don't know what you're talking about. It's, it's, iron, iron blades. Iron. It's hard. <laughs> it's hard. It's not sharp. That'd be bad. Okay. Anyway! Uh, I'm sorry. Every, everyone's entering and seeing that uh, <laughs> seeing that you have dealt with Magellan. Um, S. Smoker is approaching. Um... Uh, Ronald's voice to keep smoker. Well, um, he's a smoker. Uh, yeah. <laughs> hey, ga- hey, guys. <laughs> how you doing? I used to be a smoker. You couple of wise guys. You wise guys. <laughs> you gotta. You gotta. All you right. Got- yeah. <laughs> 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 It's a, it's a, <laughs> I can't. I can't. Right. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> oh no. Things aren't looking good for you, guys. <laughs> Things aren't sounding good for you. He takes out both cigars. Blows out way more smoke than should come out of <laughs> even two one. cigars. It just rips like a thick cloud. It's out for like ten seconds. <laughs> <laughs> I love him. Crocodile looks down at his cigar and looks at the other guys, and then. <laughs> and then the crocodile like, pulls out three And then cigars. it's just like. <laughs> compensating dog? <laughs> <laughs> Smoker stabs him again. And then he... Crocodile's <laughs> <sighs> a real friendly person, you guys. Yeah, yeah. He's good at meeting people. I love him, but I hate him Great. so much. He's just, he's just real good at parties. <laughs> Full of facts and manners. Um, okay, fine. Um. Well, you see, I'm here for the revolutionary and the white beard. The rest of you can scurry on back to your cages. Who's gonna make them? Well, everyone's dead. Boys! And... Well, well, hold on, hold on. I just... I mean, we worked so hard. Like, do you really gotta? What's what's the... What's so important for you? You know, like, why... I I didn't do nothing. No, I, how, how are we trying to do this? This is stupid. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> He's just trying to gripe to a dude. Um, so, we'll make, we'll I go back to um, who will make them. I mean, the only person, if I mean, seeking job opportunities is what I'm asking for you on your behalf. Um, you know, only Hannibal's really the only one who's left in there as far as I know. Uh, we kind of did a clean sweep of the place. I mean, I'm not saying there's a now hiring sign on the door, but they're looking for a new warden now. I'm here to see to it that none of you leave this place. Well, we're... Well, we're not leaving. So. No, we're not leaving. We're oh. gonna stand right here. This, 
and wait. No one's leaving. I he, said, he waves back at some of the <laughs> at some of the guards behind him. They're bringing some of the uh, some uh, manacles. How close are the boats? Or how close are the ships? They're they're getting close. They're getting right up to the dock. A couple of the marines off to the side have noticed that these are getting really close. Can we check on them? Can we can we see what's yeah, going on? Yeah, line? give me a new perception. Yeah. Check. Uh, nineteen plus seven. Ooh, that's a good one. Okay. Um. You see that uh, the person at the helm of the marine ship without the flags mm-hmm. is absolutely not a marine. Um, Hope. She is dressed in. Uh, her designs are weird. She's dressed in sort of a cowboy's outfit, kind of, you know, some uh, some jeans like a tied up like Daisy Duke style top. Cute. Um, and leaning on the helm next to her is an enormous metal club with spikes on it. Good. Nice. Um, and you start to notice that some of the other guys on that ship are also not looking marine-ish either. Okay. Um, the other ship seems to be unmanned. It's a ghost! <laughs> it's a ghoul! Um, Is there a gorilla on it? No. No? Mm-mm. There, there's not. No. And, uh, and... No. The wrong anime. And Sorry. Okay. I, you know what? I, I, okay, you unlock your command powers, and here. Yeah. You, Wait, what's my stand? What's my stand? stand? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah. It took me a minute. There's, there's a gorilla like... whose stand is a ship. I have like I have zero good joke like if you if you if you're still listening I owe you like five bucks. <laughs> he has become a patron. He'll just give you your money. Yeah, he'll you know? just give it all back to you. That's your reward for watching all this. Yeah. Um. Do I do I recognize like do I know any of these people? Probably not. Okay. Um. um but they're getting close. Okay. Um. So I, I I'm gonna either. say, hey, look over. Th- what's that over there in the opposite direction, uh, <laughs> from where the boats are coming from? Is this like a check? Or are you, you know just what? Not gonna roll, work. Roll me. Uh-huh. Roll me a deception check. Okay. Uh, eighteen plus assi- thirteen. I want to. Assi- okay. Never mind. So That's so, <laughs> he says, well, like I'm gonna fall for that. And then the two marines that were coming up with the manacles do look, and they're like, there's nothing over there. And they look to the other side, and they're like, hey, boss, what are those ships doing? <laughs> what ships? I don't know what you're talking about. And then Smoker <laughs> looks over there and pulls out a Dindin Mushi. And he gets, what are you guys doing? He doesn't hear in response. The two ships that are approaching. What is your purpose? Still doesn't hear anything. Did they kill the one, And one of the ships, the one that is manned, runs aground on the 
on the oh. disc of Impel Down. Hits it. Nice. Whoa, whoa, whoa! What are you guys doing? And he's starts sort of walking over to see what the fuck is happening over at that other ship. Um, the two marines, the manacles, are a little confused as to what they are supposed to do. He just waved them over, and he, he they like haven't gotten instruction quite yet. And so they're like. Uh, you two, go. Come over here. No. 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 I make a run for it. No, we're not doing that. <laughs> you make a run for it? I, I don't know. I don't think Through so. The ships? No, I wait. Okay. I wait. Uh, they, the two Marines are now starting to realize, like, hey, they're standing really close to you two, and a whole bunch of other pirates, and not really close to all the Marines behind them. Mm. He's like. So. Um, hey, 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 boss! A boss, and he's he's still heading over. Um, the ship that is unmanned has stopped, just steady in the water. This you now notice the sails aren't down. That ship's just moving without any sails. How is it? It's being towed. No. Maybe. Okay. You mm-hmm. don't really know, but it's something's moving it. Um, if we move around, can are we going to get attacked right now? It doesn't seem like it. Um, I guess that's for us to find out. That's not a fair question. Yeah. Um, um, behind you, you start to hear a ruckus. And it looks like a new surge of uh, prisoners are coming out. These guys are riotous. They're rambunctious. They have uh, gathered every weapon they could find. Doesn't matter how many they need to wield. They just got a whole bunch of weapons on them. They're being led by a man also in prison stripes with green hair and a red nose. (gasps) Is he in one piece? That's what I was referencing. (laughs) This man comes marching ahead just with... All, all the flair and confidence he can muster. I love him Visibly so sweating and maybe crying. He's crying. Uh, be- leading all these wild dudes up to the front. Um, starting to march his way out. He's coming past you guys. Uh-huh. Uh, he stops for a second. Sees you two. As well as Knight of the Sea Jinbei. <laughs> the Revolutionary General Eva. And the top four members of Baroque Works, all scattered around, freezes for a minute. You see fear wash through this man's face. Mm-hmm. His his followers just having the time of their life. They have all the faith in the world of this man. He stands there, <clears throat> looks at you guys, faces the Marines, puts his hands on his hips. He goes... Thank you for clearing the way for us. I'm glad I could put my faith in you, white beard pirates and Baroque works. And his followers are just eating it up. Oh, um, I the- literally look at him in the face. Now, mind you, okay, so this is his... Do you guys want to roll history checks on him for okay. now? So I yeah, yeah. Also, little- this is as far as I've gotten into One Piece is this character, so I know who it is. <laughs> Uh, so mine was a 15 plus 7. 15 plus 7? Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, I get, um... He is what my one piece remark was for earlier. Okay. And I love him to death. 
Go ahead. <laughs> He's one of my He's favorite villains. He's doing it very flashily. He's one of my favorite villains that I've seen so far. Okay, so that's 17. That's 17? Okay. So, this... <laughs> you guys are not certain why this man is here. Like, he's a pirate. He's a criminal, mm. I guess, yeah. Um, and I guess it makes sense that he's here in Impel Down, but the real, real question is how did this man get to this exact moment right now? Because <laughs> this man is known as Buggy the Clown. Yeah! Of the Buggy Pirates. Buggy! He has maybe the most bizarre power you've ever heard of. I love it so much! And he seems to be in charge of many scarier, scarier people than himself. And they seem to be just worshipping him. Can we tell what his power is? So his power is the chop-chop fruit. And that allows him to be cut, attacked, slashed in, in any way, and his body will separate and reform. <laughs> yeah. That's why I And he can also lift parts of his body away within like a certain area. <laughs> um, like he can fly to a certain degree. It's... <coughs> it sounds a little broken. It's... <laughs> I love it. But it also has horrible, horrible flaws. Oh yeah. You can, like, put his head in a trunk and then stick it to the bottom of the ocean. Because he can't swim. Yeah. It's a double fruit. He can't swim. And if his head separated from his body, he has to manipulate his body from a third-person perspective. Um, <laughs> also, his body can only be a certain distance from his feet. His feet are the, are the ceiling point of his powers. Okay. And so within, like, I think it's, like, 15 meters of his feet, he can fly. Um... Okay. And blunt force, he 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 can. You can still punch this. Yeah, dude. you can still kick him in his floating dick, and <laughs> it would still hurt. But he is. But he is not a big time pirate. He's, He's been shut down by the Straw Hat Pirates by this point, I think, three times. <laughs> um. And so yeah, it's really just sort of a big question mark of. How did you get here? Is what? he currently in One Piece? Yes. Okay. That's where that joke was. <laughs> He's also armed with a whole bunch of daggers. Good. Just a fuck ton of daggers. Good. There, um, there's your background on Buggy the Clown. And he, as he just said, Thank you for supporting our escape effort. My escape efforts. Oh, hey, Marines, this is the guy you were supposed to arrest. How convenient. See, there must have been a mix-up here. This gentleman is the man you're supposed to have arrested. The most feared pirate. Feared pirate in all the Great Line. And you hear Chatter going through some of his group and is like, and is like, oh, man, the, the Whitebeards. <laughs> the Whitebeards know Captain Buggy. What? What is, like, this? Like he knows them. He he got he got support from Crocodile. Is that Jinbei? And you just hear like this rumor. Like that's literally his power. That is that's how Buggy functions in this world. Um, basically tripping his way into glory. <laughs> and, Golly. 
But unfortunately, the Marines are looking at this like, wait, who who is that guy? Do we? Oh, this is the grave pirate Buggy. Oh, Captain Buggy the Clown, the most fearsome pirate of all. He he's the one. Make sure you put monocles on his hands, on his feet. Put monocles on them too. That's what I meant. (laughs) They'll look very classy. Um, (laughs) At that point, Smoker turns around and realizes that there's more there. Um, are we are we now outnumbered by the like? Are there more pirates now than there are marines? Um, maybe not more, but you you seem to have a bit of a fighting force. Okay. Um. So that you see this large mass of marines and these two ships that are sort of a question mark. Mm-hmm. Um. And one of the the woman on the ship. Mm-hmm. Uh, is just swearing up and down at the at the steering column, and you now see some other people have come up from lower decks, uh, shouting at her like, "What the fuck did you do?" Until one of them turns around and like, no idea how, spots the green hair and red nose of Captain Buggy. Good. And he screams out, "Captain!" <laughs> And, uh, Buggy, like, stone, like, creaking, turns and looks. Mm -hmm. Like, the gears are turning. You see, you, you see the brain power. All, all ten of his brain cells firing (laughs) at all cylinders right now. Oh, no. They're bouncing all over the place. Right on time! <laughs> he turns back to his men. My ship is waiting for us! My crew has commandeered a marine vessel to sneak up to impel down! <laughs> and he oh, waves his sword to point to them, clearly not knowing who Smoker is or what he is about. Mm-hmm. Um, and he looks to you guys and goes... Cover me! With all the confidence in the world that he is certainly not due. And begins charging towards the ship, followed by all of his men. Oh no. um, Leaving you guys, Baroque Works, Jinbei and Eva. What what would you like to do? Oh gosh, we gotta chase him, right? Run. We gotta run after him. You gotta run? Alright, so you guys following the buggy pirates. Yeah, 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 yeah. Follow the buggy pirates. And the honorary new buggy pirates. Yeah. Um, So... Smoker sees this and erupts into this wall of smoke and cloud. And uh, you think it's going to be that easy? He's smoking right through. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And Buggy Buggy actually thinks that same thing (laughs) until he runs into it um, and that sword swings right out of the smoke and just domes him right in the forehead, knocking him back. And then he's like, oh, sea stone! Oh, God! Tell me what a sea stone is? It's stop step free powers. Okay, okay. He's like, oh, that's, that's not sharp. That thing is not sharp. And he's sitting up, and the buggy pirates are swinging at smoke, essentially, and you taken out one by one by the stick that's swinging out at them. Oh, no. Um, 
The other Marines have been are now charging at you from the other side. Um, uh, anything you guys want to do? Anything you want to try? Anything? Uh, I don't want to fight. Doing, we're going to be sort of soft initiative. So, like, if there's um, anything you want to try, anything you want to. Um. Some yeah. You there have, is. You have an ability. You have a thing. I I've had minor illusion this entire time, and I want to see if there's any way I can use it. It's an illusion within a five foot square without audio, or you can make an auditorium. Or it can just illusion. be audio. Yeah. Damn. Um, <laughs> make a sound, making them run to the other side of the island. Can I? Can, okay. Wait, the raft. Can I roll? Can, I can I roll a history check on Smoker to um, Gosh. You want me an insight check on his powers? I, I want to roll to see if there's any, if I know of anyone that he would value more than us, or if not that, like, what's his mom look like? <laughs> uh, I gotta say, it's gonna be a wicked high DC. Yeah. Yeah. If you want to try in 20, but that's that's what it's gonna take. Okay, I want to, I mean, I want to try... I'm gonna try and roll that check. Other if yeah, if you get the dopest twenty, we'll do it. But um, I gotta be honest, that's a real high. Okay, uh. no, nah. Okay, nah. Um, so yeah, you're you're not sure. Um, you know he you know he would listen to any admiral that spoke to him, any higher up in the military that spoke to him. Uh -huh. But you also would assume he was sent here to deal with this. Yeah. He is high enough up that he would command okay. fleet easily. All right. Um. So. Real quick, is it possible to get back to the raft? <laughs> I mean, it is, but again, it has no sails, no rudder, no propulsion of any kind. It's a mystery how Blackbeard operates this thing. What if it's magic? I will literally kick the boat. Like you and Jinbei just holding from the back, kicking. <laughs> just kicking. <laughs> it's like that. Uh, I will literally my swim speed is 30 that is fine with me <laughs> I mean that's slower than the boats that will be chasing us alright um, so here let's um, I'll give you guys sort of control of forces let's say that um, that uh, these people are listening to you guys you have at your disposal all of these Pirates and scallywags that mm -hmm. at your disposal, minus a group that would probably only listen to Buggy, um, but a big majority of them. Um, you have uh, Eva and Jinbei and uh, Crocodile Bones, Mister Three and Bone Clay. Um, can uh, I, if you'd like to know about any of their powers, you can sort of ask from what you would know, but. There probably was a way to be able to get around this without fighting it. I don't know what it was. I'm not going to have you guys roll initiative at, at all. Um, just I just want like a soft initiative of like, hey, you guys can use powers. You guys can use attacks and shit. Um, You're not going to kill Smoker? That's, I'm just telling you now. That's not going to yeah. happen. Um, um, I would like to do... Like... Fireballs. 
Okay. Over the majority of the area, like of the Marines. Okay, like, you're gonna drop fireball on the Marines. Yeah, I'm gonna drop fireball on the Marines. Okay. Um, I, Deathwing is Eva's like most powerful. Um, she she has her big AOE that was I made it turn undead, but she does have a spell. Hang on, I did give her some wild spell I think for that purpose. Yes, she does have a big AOE. Okay. She does that towards the Marines. Okay. Not towards Smoker, because okay. there's not a way to get... There's not gonna... Okay, so you and Eva doing AOE attacks on the Marines, helping the pirates fend off the Marines. Right. Okay, so you guys are hitting, like, the back of the army. Okay. Yeah. Um, thoughts for you, Jinbei, um, um, Crocodile, any of that stuff? I want to cast Thunder Wave on, on the Marines. Okay. Yeah, I, w- I kind of want to just, like, shock and awe the Marines and see if we can get them to abandon Smoker, right? Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, left to his device is a little bit crocodile. Um, is sort of trying to go head-to-head with Smoker. There's similarity in powers, but um, Crocodile has to play it real safe with that weapon of his. Mm-hmm. Um, and Crocodile's weapon does not work on well Smoker. Uh, Jinbei doesn't have any big heavy hitter things. Not AOE. Be. He's really good at hitting one person really hard. Okay. Um, would he be able to find the weak spots on Smoker? As you can you can send him to try to find Smoker. Uh, he does he does have the ability to fight Devil Fruit users. Does that sound good? Yeah. Let's okay. do it. Um, on and. Me. Uh, Henri, stick it with me. He's not going to do anything. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'm just going to put Mr. Three on AoE and D- Bone Clay on Smoker as well. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I'm dazzled. I don't Smoker. But, um, so, um, with this course of action, we have, um, we see this uh, fireball erupt and explode within the Marines, sending Marines flying off out, out of the area. Um, we see Eva jump into the air. Her head almost expands suddenly and sends an enormous wink and just a huge cylinder down onto these marines. Again, just sending people flying all over the place. The pirates and the marines clash. um, And uh, you see that the marines are getting a little shaken up by, uh, by the feats of power that they're seeing. Um, yeah. You, uh, what's that? You cast. I cast Thunder, Thunder Wave. Wave. Yeah. Yeah, and throwing back some of the first force that hits. Because uh, it's point blank. So, uh-huh. yeah, so the some of the closest pirates, you step in and just fling them back while the, while your pirates come around you. Um, uh, Mr. Three throws up a wall of uh, wax that is just pushing over like a tidal wave. Um, you look back and you see Smoker and uh, Crocodile clashing. Uh, Smoker had to let down some of the fog wall because uh, Jinbei was able to strike it and it would push back every time. And he was having trouble maintaining that form mm-hmm. with uh, Jinbei disrupting. And so now it's come down to sort of a clashing swords between Crocodile and Smoker. Um, uh, their fight is a little above and beyond for... 
Daz and Mr. Three to step in, um, but they are helping fend off some of the uh, other Marines. Mm-hmm. As you now see, uh, with the smoke wall gone, the buggy pirates uh, are trying to push the ship loose from the ground, mm-hmm. while the other ship has turned around. It still seems empty. There's no one on it, and it's just sort of t- spun in place. Um, at that point, um, with uh, with chaos, right? Mm-hmm. Chaos, crazy, everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, I grab K, and I whistle to Henri, and I tell like Eva and Jinbei, and I point to the like, I yell. Hey! And then I point over to the boat, mm-hmm. and then I make a run for it. Okay. I go after it. Alright. Um, so, uh, Smoker catches it as you start heading past, seeing you, uh, seeing you guys go through, mm-hmm. and, um, attempts to go after, um, but surprisingly... Buggy spots the weakness in Smoker's power. Similar to Buggy, Smoker's extension is related to his feet. Of course, he can reach much further than Buggy, but knowing this, Buggy has grabbed one of Smoker's feet and sprinted (laughs) off to the side. Again, sweating visibly, <laughs> likely crying, definitely screaming. <laughs> and you hear this murmuring from the crowd, Captain Buggy's he's sacrificing himself to save us. What a hero! What you a can, champ! You can almost hear the internal dialogue of Buggy. That might just be him screaming. So you hear it's just like, No, I want to get on the ship too! <laughs> As he's running with this shoe. Um... <laughs> And it's disrupting Smoker's power because the feet are getting too far apart. <laughs> and so now Buggy has stopped in place, but so has Smoker as you guys are running past. Um, giving Crocodile a quick opening and gets a good cut on Smoker with his uh, with his hook. If Buggy can hear me, I start screaming, throw the shoe, throw the shoe into the water, throw the shoe! <laughs> I don't think you make it that far, but oh, no. he tries to throw the shoe. Once it leaves his hand, it gets sucked back over to Smoker. But, um, <laughs> But Crocodile's hit did a good number on him, uh, caught him off guard, and he's trying to leave as well. Um, He and Daz make a run for it to join you. Okay. Um, Buggy is now uh, the target of Smoker's rage, and there's this bizarre bizarre chase of this smoke man that looks like a genie wielding a bat swinging at this man who keeps separating in the middle to dodge and shit. Um, as he is trying to circle around towards the ship um, and this rage has left him from seeing all the other pirates. These other pirates are leaving. Um, they're getting pursued by the marines. What do you want to do? Are you? Um, I want to help Buggy. <laughs> He's help done Buggy. so much. Um... <laughs> As you know, as you know. Um, <laughs> no, 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 we gotta get out, we gotta get out. <sighs> He's doing okay. <laughs> um, you see Eva turn back and fire another one of those colossal shots mm-hmm. at the marines that are pursuing the pirates okay. to help, like, fend off. I'm gonna throw, um, um 
is there like a straight line at any one point of just like marines that are gaining on pirates? I mean, probably yes, but that might not be the best use of your shot. I would okay. say fireball is likely your biggest. Okay, then yeah, I throw another fireball, but I aim towards the middle where all of them are. Like, I aim into the middle of the marines. Gotcha. Um, so you do that, and the marines are getting pushed back really hard. They're starting to see that too many of their number are injured, mm -hmm. um, have been thrown around. It's The pirates are functioning with a lot more devil fruit users than uh, they are. Uh and, but now some of the ships are beginning to fire upon the deck of Impel Down. Um, these cannonballs are landing on the... Empty ship, too? Hmm? Is, the, is the ghost ship also... Firing? Yeah. No. Okay. Neither is buggy ship. Oh, sorry, the buggy has stolen. Then where... But it's on the other, like, marine ships, or...? No, they're firing at you guys. They're firing oh, at the deck of Impel Down. got it. Okay. Um, so, uh... You, you see these ships firing, um, and Crocodile uh, turns to Jinbei and says, Can you do anything about these? And uh, Jinbei says, Just get me to the water. And uh, so as you guys are running towards the, the, the empty ship, it begins to rise out of the water. No. Underneath it is another pirate ship. It's built like a whale. It looks what? It looks like a submarine. Okay. And on it, that ship is facing you guys. And on the front is the insignia that is a circle with a face and it looks like a gear around the outside. Um, the colors are yellow and black all throughout. Um, this front panel opens up and you see a polar bear in a jumpsuit waving you guys onto the ship. Is it Trevor Carlaw? You don't know? Uh, oh yeah, follow. Yeah, he is. <laughs> yeah. Why not? Yeah. Why not, right? This sounds, this sounds good and chaotic and great. Yeah. So he is waving you guys on. Smoker um, is still not noticing. as Even as Buggy gets closer to the ship, he's still just swiping away. Buggy, with remarkable stamina, is uh, <laughs> juking, vibing, still sprinting full speed um, with, with all his heart and soul to make it back to the ship. You see uh, many of the Buggy pirates just sort of charge the other ship to push it off. You just so many guys just charging into it and begin scaling the side of the ship as best they can, um, while some of the other uh, pirates are following you guys. Most are following the Buggy pirates, because... People aren't sure about this submarine thing that just showed up. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, you guys approach the edge of the ship, um, and the the polar bear man uh, waves at you and s or waves at you guys and s uh, just calls out specifically to you three or you two and Jinbei, um, and. Uh, Eva turns to you guys and says, you go with them. Uh, we'll clean things up here. No, um, Eva needs to come with us. <laughs> uh, it'll be all right, darling. Darling. Yeah. Words are hard. Are we going to see her again? Oh, yeah. Okay. Definitely. Um, 
but she uh, jumps into the air and starts firing rapid fire winks at the at the uh, marine still and still on the deck of impel down um, Jimbei says looks at the bear and says I will join you in just a moment and he dives into the water and vanishes he cool. is gone like a bolt okay um, crocodile looks to him and goes and what about us and then from behind the polar bear a door opens and a man steps out he is slender wearing a yellow shirt um, regular blue jeans this white hat and just a very fancy samurai sword and who the fuck are you supposed to be and Crocodile looks at him just dumbfounded. <laughs> and rage takes overtakes him for a minute. Can I and he roll just... a history check on the guy with the samurai sword? Yes. Would you like to as well? Oh no! 14. 14? Um... How does he know my name? I mean, but still. It's uh, your name. No, but the pulver did. 19. Uh, well, he... Yeah, you're 19? Okay. Uh, I'm assuming this is a humanoid? Yes. He has 19. Okay. Um, so... You... This man has been on all kinds of wanted posters. It seems like he's got a new wanted poster each week with a higher and higher bounty. Um, he's one of the young supernovas, one of the new, the new age pirates, um just burning his way through the Grand Line almost as fast as he can. Uh, his pirate crew is known as the Heart Pirates, and this is Trafalgar Law. I was right! Yeah. Um, he is a... He's sort of a bizarre person. He was a relatively just unknown. He was a doctor before he was a pirate, and then just up and took up piracy, and has become one of the most most noticeable of the young pirates up there with uh, Eustace Kid and Monkey D. Luffy and the Straw Hats and stuff. Just making a name for himself at an alarming rate. Um, cool. And for some reason seems to have aligned himself with you guys. What's the polar bear about? Don't That's worry his about first it. mate. I love him! <laughs> I, I love never him. remember his name. I don't know if it's a T, but he's, he's real cool. I love him. Um, okay. He's always looking for a lady polar bear. Um, so, rage getting the better of him. Crocodile leaps into a sandstorm flying up at, at Trafalgar. Um, and... You guys don't really comprehend what happens in this moment, but somehow, where Crocodile was standing, there's Trafalgar, and Crocodile is now headbutting straight into the ceiling of Trafalgar's ship. Cool. Excuse me for a moment. He switches back. Now, for those invited, <laughs> would you care to join us? Yes. Yeah, sounds good. <laughs> Sounds good. Crocodile still dumbfounded, um, but now Smoker is getting close. 
yeah. And he has taken notice of what's happening. Uh, Trafalgar looks to you guys. Uh, the doors begin to close. Um, we'll get you guys away from the plate, but the ship's all yours from there. We promised someone we'd get you guys out. Can't take you much further. And so the ship begins to move. Um, you can see through some of the portholes that Buggy's ship has started to take off as well. Other pirates are jumping in the water to climb up the side of the ship. Um, you see many of the pirates have gotten off of Impel Downs and are trying to get onto the ship. Some are trying to tra- climb Trafalgar's, um, but not a whole lot of luck. It's uh, moving weirdly and sinking under quickly, um, and it's creating a vortex and throwing people out. Um, he, he's pulling you guys away, and he ushers you up to the deck of the other ship. Mm-hmm. Um, as you climb out on top, you look out and you see the other marine ships. And one by one, these just blades of water are cutting through these whole ships. It's gen- They're sinking through the middle. Oh my God. Um, or just these bolts flying through the side of the ships and them capsizing to the side. Just one by one, they're just being destroyed. Yeah. He destroys a good chunk of the ships that were especially close to your side. And um, out of nowhere, just comes soaring out of the water and lands on the deck of the ship. (laughs) I give him a high five. (laughs) And he high-fives you back. Yeah! Nice. <laughs> this, um, I shout back, This is what happens when we make friends dial! And, uh, you hear from the other ship, like in the distance, and just an angry, gruff voice, Fuck you! <laughs> he heard you guys. Yeah! <laughs> um... Smoker is now making his way back to the first ship that can make it back. He is not going to let up this chase. Um, Trafalgar tells you guys... Uh, what marine ship is over there? Um, there's a few There's a few that Jimba didn't sink. He just, sink, he just sunk all of the closest to the west side where you right. guys were at. No, no, no. Like, is there, a, is there a ship that has been docked that looks like all the marines are running to? No, the, some of the ships are closing in faster. They're coming back from the formation. Okay. Um, I have one more fireball in me, and that's what I was going to do. Was you, you're probably out of range at this point. Okay, I'll wait. Um, you're being taken away. You know that uh, there's more ships likely coming. Um, and then, as Trafalgar is about to leave you guys to send you, um, it's just on your way. The Dendin Mushi of the Marine's ship starts to go off. Should I have to go listen? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, you head to the communications room, and it's uh, it's a message to all the Marines, uh, to all the Marine ships. Mm-hmm. Um, this is to all Marine vessels in the vicinity of the Gates of Justice. Marine Ford is under attack. The Moby Dick has been spotted. Whitebeard is here. Calling all to return to Marine Ford now. And that's where we're going to end. Oh! <laughs>
That's it. That's the end of this oh chapter. Oh my gosh! Of One Piece. That was one. The Moby Dick was spotted. Ah, <laughs> we gotta go after it. <laughs> what do you guys think of that? What'd you oh, guys that think? was so much fun. <laughs> that was very good. <laughs> it was really tense. That was so fun. <laughs> yeah, you were stressing. <laughs> you were stressing. I didn't want this last part to like be actual combat, combat like mechanical, because yeah. I knew the big bad fight was going to be a big chunk of time. Yeah. So I wanted to do this as more of like a, hey, you guys are controlling this battlefield. What do you want to do? Kind of thing. Um, cool. I like that. That was a good way to handle it. Mm -hmm. Um, we didn't know exactly how to react to that. We thought that, I thought I, that there was like some trick to it, but you were just like, no, we're all fighting. Yeah. There. I mean, there. There's things that you could have done. There's things like, I guess. If you want to take more of a driver's seat, you could have made like more strict and more regimented commands. I just didn't know how you guys would take it, and I was just I gotcha. gonna go from there. Because I gave like a little bit of that offer when y'all were fighting Magellan of like, hey, Eva and Jinbei, they'll take your command first and then go. Mm -hmm. um, and so you could have like yeah, altered I the fight in that way. Yeah. But it was up to you guys. I think I made <gasps> the the Hydra. I think became a wall more than I wanted to, but that's fine. That That's was, okay. It was fun. It was fun. Um, and so for you guys listening and watching on YouTube, uh, we're going to do uh, one more little section for the audio only of the podcast, where we're just going to sit around and talk a little bit about this, and I'll talk about uh, my ideas, and you guys can ask questions about parts of it and everything. And uh, so yeah, if you want to hear about that, uh, just hop on over and find our podcast pretending to be wizards um, find us on iTunes, give us a good rating and uh, thanks for watching, for those listening see you in just a little bit thank you Woo. Woo. alright so let's let's chat a little bit about how I did because this was my first you D &D did campaign. such a great this job I keep forgetting this was really your first time DMing. Yes. <laughs> oh, man. You did yeah. such a good job. Um, I actually wanted to talk about this a little bit because um, I saw actually one of the developers of 5th edition talking about it on Twitter. Uh -huh. um, the, the idea of railroading a campaign versus an open-ended campaign. And like, so this was definitely a railroad campaign. Yeah. Um, and I wanted to leave you guys with options, but, like, the beginning and end of the campaign were ultimately determined mm -hmm. from the start. Mm -hmm. um, you guys were going to go through the prison and escape the prison. Mm -hmm. um, but there was a little bit of leeway in there of, like, hey, who do you align with? Who do you free? Who do you... What do you do in what ways? Railroading is such a... Like, there's so much negative connotation to that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But it's like, you're trying to tell a story here. Right. Yeah. And I think it was better for me for, like, my first time doing the campaign. Yeah, mm -hmm. sure. Um, but also, I think railroading usually comes from, like, when you think of the modules are railroaded because they're not based on the characters. But did you feel like this wasn't based on your characters? Like, this wasn't based around you guys? Um, kind of? It felt like a combination. It was like... Um, oh boy, now I'm going to sound really inarticulate for a minute. <laughs> So I thought it sound. I thought it felt more like because I'm usually like, really articulate. You know? yeah. <laughs> totally. I felt like it was a happy mixture between like 
not exact, not necessarily shoehorning characters into places where they don't fit. But I think the way you handled, like, history checks and stuff like that made it feel like our characters were in this world um, before we created them. And I thought that was a great way to handle it. Bingo! Hey, okay, so... I agree. You guys are characters that are in the world before it is. Um, So, in the arc of Impel Down, um, Ace is in prison. And I'm Ace? Your character is Ace. Ah! I love it! And your character is loosely based on a character called Sabo, who is a revolutionary, but was not in Impel Down. Okay. Um, his character was not, but he is... He a little doggy. Uh, he does not, but he is... Um, what the fuck? I basically, I just chose both of the Marimero users, and oh, I yeah. made, I gave you the lightning power instead. Okay. Um, but yeah, he is the first, he is the, he is second to... Um, dragon and everything like that is that is who he is that is where he fits in the story okay. um, it's not the biological son of Whitebeard but calls himself the, the son, son of Whitebeard and calls Whitebeard father like this mm-hmm. um, which also that is uh, where you fit in that in the world cool yeah Jinbei is in the prison all yeah. broke works is in the prison Eva is in the prison um, geez the only character that wasn't was King Punch King Punch is the only character I like actually added to the prison from the from the Buggy one was in prison? Yeah, Buggy was part of the escape plan with Luffy. Buggy was in Impel Down? Yeah, Buggy How did he No, everything I told you Buggy did, he did. <laughs> the fact that you didn't meet him made it so like, oh yeah, you just get Buggy. You guys just get the story of Buggy, the legend of Buggy. Um because he was a random encounter. If I roll a six or a seven on the encounter die, yeah, um, Buggy appears. Um, he just never did. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you meet Buggy, he'll run around with you guys in the party, and he'll inspire uh, prisoners. He was the bard. He was the shitty bard. Yeah, he's a shitty bard. Ah! That was his. Man. He has real high charisma and no bard spells. No, you guys oh don't gosh. understand. Every time uh, me and Sid would talk about this, it would always be, "I want to have the, the shitty bard on our team. I want to have the shitty bard on our team. I want to have the shitty bard," and it was just like. But y'all did get some of the fun encounters, like the uh, like the GIF and the uh, the giant the, the yeah. giant feeder and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, got some of the fun ones. Um, tell us, tell us about King Punch. Was he supposed to just be um, like wallpaper, or was there something that we could have done with him that we did not? Oh. Do? You can you can taunt him into a fervor to punch through the wall. Okay, you can get him to use his one punch. And break through the wall, but you'd also have to like fight him. He wasn't much to fight, uh-huh. um, and he had uh, bracers of protection. He was just like a little. If you if you took this this special route, a, but yeah. he was he was to sort of introduce you to what kind of people are in this world. Okay, because you have him who's pretty wild, but I kept Bone Clay fairly tame. Uh huh. Um, and then Mister Three is like another one of the extremes of, hey, uh, you really don't deserve to be getting out of here, but if you're gonna help, then you'll help. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, um. Mr. Er, so King Punch was another way to get out of prison. Yeah. Was by taunting him to get him to explode the wall. Right. Um, so, uh, also for those listening, I actually had to bump up the difficulty of the last few bosses after you guys fought Shiryu. Because mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. you guys took care of Shiryu way too easily. 
Like, I know I made Jinbei powerful, and you guys went the route to get the strongest allies. Yeah. Um, but I didn't want him to be that much of a pushover. And also, you guys are really strong, too. Uh-huh. Um, I feel like if this was plugged in with different player characters, it could have a different result. Like, if, yeah. like if it wasn't a rogue and a ranger, and it was something... Simple, more simple, like a fighter and a like a standard fighter and a standard wizard class. Mm-hmm. Um, they might have a little more difficulty um, without like sneak attack and no like just blowing up characters because mm-hmm. yeah. you're both playing classes that do a lot of damage in one turn. Mm-hmm. Um, and there wasn't enough of a threat because I didn't want to throw too many enemies at you because there was only two of you. Yeah, but <clears throat> but in all honesty, I think you did a really good job. Um, Especially with the fact that we only had two player characters. And, and a dog. And a dog. Um, throughout the majority of this campaign. Which, you know, mm-hmm. normally a, a D&D campaign will have like four or five player characters. Yeah. And I think you did a really good job handling that. Um, so do you guys want to hear what, uh, what Releasing Pirates did? Yes, please. Yeah. Okay, so on the on floor four where you guys started, mm-hmm. um, there were the Carrion Pirates, the Northern Dragons, Baroque Works, and the Purple Pirate, the Purple Fox Pirates. Mm-hmm. Um, so the Carrion Pirates uh, are the only ones we didn't release, right? And they did. They made it so the Sphinx did not have to be fought. Mm. Um, yeah. So if you release the Carrion Pirates, you didn't have to fight the Sphinx. How, like, would they have, like, talked him out of it? Would they have killed him already, or...? Yeah, he just would have been dealt with and wouldn't have appeared. Okay. Um, and the Northern Dragons weaken Shear you as an right. encounter. Um, I believe they also gave you something, right? Like, I had them give you something. Uh, yeah, because I definitely wrote down everything that you gave me. <laughs> um... So I know that the Foxy Pirates dealt with the guard tower for yes, us. Yes, Um Fox Pirates and Baroque Works made Crocodile appear in the final battle. Hmm. Or if Crocodile's in your party, he makes Boneclay and Mr. Three appear. Okay. Because they can't be in the party together. Mm-hmm. Croc won't travel with Mr. Three and uh, Boneclay. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you have Crocodile in your party, you get an encounter with uh, Daz Bones right at the beginning of the fifth floor, and he'll join your party. Mm-hmm. Um, but otherwise, he just doesn't appear. Which is what happened, until mm-hmm. the very end. Right. I loosely described him a little bit, like you saw the guy carrying these really big pieces of wood, and I described mm-hmm. him a little bit. That was Daz. Um, okay. But yeah. Croc would call out to him if you if you encounter him. Mm. So I really think that that is something that you did a really good job at. Was... Creating encounters within encounters. <laughs> that was so cool. Uh, what did you say about it. this? What did you say about it the other day, Carter? When we were talking about it, on about the it's just like Dark Souls. No, the oh, you said something about like have me having all these characters <laughs> or me having all these characters you can recruit, but only being able to get some of them. Um, I oh, you're like it's for replayability, but there's not going to be replay. There's not yeah, gonna be replays of yeah. This. Yeah, that was that, actually, like, that joke was actually part of that conversation. Oh when yeah, we were talking oh, yeah, about the Dark Souls like, thing, like yeah. conditional NPCs and mm-hmm. 
and their like NPC storylines and stuff. Mm-hmm. I just think it's really cool because you know our viewers could have listened to our entire podcast and have a completely different adventure. Yeah. That starts and ends the exact same way. Yeah. And I think that's really cool. And at some point, I will type up my notes and make them look better so that mm-hmm. people, specifically for like our Patreons, mm-hmm. you can have the the drunken scrawlings of a mad wizard. Is that what you're going to call it? Yeah. <laughs> it's the drunken, squall- the drunken squallings of a mad wizard. And then, um, I'll have to wizard. come up with a... Yeah. I want to be a wizard. That's a good one. Um, I'll have to come up with a name for mine whenever I write mine out. So, I made up this system for you guys getting through. I never explained that it, how it would work or what it would do for you guys, mm-hmm. but I did have characters tell you, hey, release prisoners, do things, create as much chaos as you can. Mm-hmm. Um, so, there are levels of chaos, and it's every 11 points of chaos, and different things have different point values. So, like, every prisoner you released is one point. Um, okay. But bigger things, like releasing Shiryu causes a lot of chaos. Like He's like six points when mm-hmm. you release him. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys got up to let's say it was 31. What's the highest? 44. Oh, so we almost we almost created mass chaos. Um, well, we it's real hard to get those last ones. You oh. got a lot of the big things, but you would have to free every single pirate, kill all the minotaurs, um, and do a couple of other things to get, like, the maximum amount of chaos. Um, you were actually just under the 33 mark, though. Yeah. Which would put um, Magellan at three levels of exhaustion. Mm. And that would, uh, what is it? Yeah, that gives him disadvantage on attack rolls. Mm. Um, but he was actually at two levels of exhaustion, so he had half speed and um, disadvantage on ability checks. Jesus Christ. So if we hadn't like like let everyone out, it would have been much harder. Uh, well, the way the fight ended up, probably not. But I think for this system, most of it is meant to be things that would benefit you the most if you were playing with Bone Clay and Mister Three because mm-hmm. they were the easiest allies to get. Yeah. Um, and so I was like. Hey, if I, as I was writing it, because I wrote up most of it before you guys ever did the first session. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was a lot of it came to, hey, if you do these things with just Mr. Three and Bone Clay, um, you should still be okay. Because, like, Jinbei is a level 12 monk with above 20 stats. Mm-hmm. Um, but Bone Clay and Mr. Three are, like, level 8 player characters. Mm-hmm. Bone Clay is a monk, Mr. Three is a sorcerer. Cool. Um, but Eva and Jinbei are the best combo, with the middle combo being Croc and Jinbei. And you could still get Buggy in there. Could we have, like, could we have gotten Jinbei and Croc? They would not play together. Okay. So the the condition I put on Jinbei is Jinbei will not join any Baroque member. Mm-hmm. Um, which is everyone but Eva. Yeah. And Buggy. So you can have Buggy and Jinbei will join you, but... Um, but we wouldn't even have known to get Jinbei. Right? If you didn't make it to Prisoner's Paradise, you wouldn't know to get Jinbei, but you'd also probably get killed by the Sphinx. That's fair. Just saying. <laughs> you'd have no double fruit powers, um, and you'd have shitty weapons that did half damage to the Sphinx. Mm. You're right. Um, but Boneclay isn't lying. He would, he would lead you to Prisoner's Paradise. Mm-hmm. Um, Which we could have gotten right off the bat if I hadn't yelled at him. That's okay. 
Um, I I did put a couple of thresholds because like for other people's player characters, I mean, obviously, if someone else were to look at our campaign and play it and didn't give you guys characters with the same backgrounds, if none of you guys were aligned with Whitebeard in any way, Crocodile wouldn't matter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I just made it up for you guys that if you roll a good intelligence check, you learn about Brokeworks. If you roll too good of an intelligence check, you, you know, know Crocodile is. is out for Whitebeard. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's... It was, like, a 24 on the check, and you did make it. Like, that, yeah. was, mm-hmm. that was not something you would typically roll. That was a really high chance. Um, but it was... It was one of those... I wanted to add that flavor in there. Mm-hmm. Like, I wanted there to be reason to not trust... Um, Bone Clay and Mr. Three, but also uh, they're there if you would like to have them as your allies, and they are they're competent and they would be useful allies. They mm-hmm. just function differently. Um, there's other like fun things you could do with Bone Clay because you can change his face. You can um, approach encounters differently if you talk with Bone Clay to do that. Um, different encounters work differently with Crocodile because. If you have Crocodile in your party, when you encounter Shiryu, Shiryu will fight you right there. Mm-hmm. Oh. He'll fight you in the sixth floor, right after you fought those black guards. Um, i trying to remember. I had other, like, conditional things. Uh, oh, I made a note that Shiryu... Oh, um... Shiryu was also at two levels of exhaustion when you fought him because of the Northern Dragons. Mm-hmm. That was what the Northern Dragons did. Um... Olive just gives you the thieves tools. Thieves tools, and then she bolts. Mm-hmm. Where did she even go? She got out somewhere. Um, <laughs> don't worry about it. Hey, she's like some deep, deep lore character that was only appeared in a movie once. <laughs> <laughs> she appeared in Impel Down, so I kept her there. But mm. she is. Jeez. <laughs> Who is the cowgirl? Oh, right, you guys didn't get close enough to do the, the full check. Mm-hmm. Um, Alvida. She is, the, I guess, the, the first mate of the Buggy Pirates. Um, she's not. She's actually the really big lady in episode one of One Piece. That's who that's supposed to be? Yeah, she finds a devil fruit later, and she appears super thin <laughs> and can rapidly change her appearance. No! Um, so, like Eva, but, like, not as cool. Right. Okay. Eva can do other things, like healing and shit. So, wow, so you're I tell- guess... So you're telling me that whenever they revamped a character that's female, they made her skinnier. And mm-hmm. more sexual. Mm-hmm. Huh. Wow, what a what a hot take. <laughs> <laughs> and also significantly shittier of a person. That's everyone in Buggy's crew. Yeah. Nice. That's one of the reasons why... Did... Episode one, did they kill the dog? They didn't kill the dog. Mm-hmm. Luffy was able to save the dog, right? Yeah. Okay. That's as far as I've gotten into One Piece, by the way. I have made <laughs> yeah, it they saved the dog. to episode one. There was a really fun cover of, uh, there was a really fun Oda cover that he did of, like, hey, places in the Grand Line after the Marine Ford battle, mm-hmm. and, um... Which, that's what we're going to next, and then... Yeah, whenever the next part of this is. Yeah. It's gonna be, like, three months long enough you guys to forget all about it. Um, nice. But yeah, um, it shows like what happens, what's happening during the two year skip and all these other places. Mm-hmm. And one is they rebuilt the the pet store and the dog has like a little statue in that town. He's, and he lives with the mayor. It's real cute. Good. Real cute. Good. The dog is so important. 
He's so important. Um, when I was planning out the floors, I did take some of the floors ideas from the from the manga, but not all of them. Mm-hmm. I forget. I did add Hogback. He was not in Impel Down because I wanted to add Moria to the story. Who? Uh, the evil scientist doctor's name is Hogback, and he is. One oh, of, right. He is one of. Uh, we never Moria's, had to know his real name. Yeah, Moria's mysterious four. Um, he's one of his like generals. He was the one who was able to um, turn everyone into ghosts. Uh. He just commands some of the ghosts. That's actually Moria's power. Okay. Um, but, uh, <laughs> and he is now dead. Um, yeah, remember Shiryu just lopped his head off. Oh, that's right. Just straight decapitated him. That's right. Mm-hmm. Sorry. <laughs> but I think, I think I left enough openings that it'll be interesting when we come back to the next session. Mm-hmm. And you have things like, oh, what did, what is what the fuck is Blackbeard doing? Um, hey, why is Law here? And what's going on at Marineford? Yeah. yeah. Are we ever yeah. going to be King of the Pirates? Probably not. Yeah, probably not. It's fine. So, so I haven't told you guys what the actual, like... Because um, it lets us put, like, a classifying name of each section on, like, the MP3. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I've been calling it the Payback War, which is a part that's never shown in the manga, mm-hmm. but it's uh, it's basically what Whitebeard's crew is up to during the two-year time skip. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of what I'm just going to make this. And mm-hmm. when we extend further, we basically... I'm going to have the battle at Marineford and then go into what's happening when the mango would be on time skip, so then we're just making up our own story at that point. Cool. So this is our Clone Wars. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. We are Rogue One. Nice. We're going to die. No one... As long as Princess Leia gets to end the movie with saying, look, we have a new hope. (laughs) Stupid. (laughs) Um, this is only on the podcast, right? Yes. So, yeah, otherwise, people um, would see me falls out. You do not. You do not. He is currently laying on a dog. I'm cuddling a doggy with clothes on. <laughs> I'm also wearing um. clothes. <laughs> <laughs> the dog's wearing clothes now, too. Yeah, it's a little sailor's hat. <laughs> he's, he's adorable. Yep. Um, is there anything else that you wanted to talk about? Uh, it might just... I guess it might just be my style of DMing, but uh, you guys gotta ask to like look at shit more. Yeah, <laughs> I know, and I'm really sorry. It's not just your style of DMing. That's like a... a that's an overall a rule A decent that, and fair style of DMing. That people should do, and we don't. I definitely didn't want you to miss the crossbow of whispers while you guys were gonna kill Shiryu and she was gonna get that dope-ass sword. <gasps> yeah. Because I put those both in there just for you guys. And if anyone were to play this themselves, put dope weapons in for players. Oh, yeah. Because the idea is, is, I wanted this session to sort of be a power trip. Like, I wanted you guys to be the, be the powerful shonen heroes. It was, I felt, the most powerful shonen hero. Like, I wanted you guys to be doing at least 40 damage a round if you could. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I kept, I kept getting surprised by how much damage I was dealing, and I was like, is this right? Yeah. Yeah, like, I wanted you guys to reasonably be able to fight the monsters, mm-hmm. like, and be like, hey, yeah, we are definitely stronger than these monsters here, mm-hmm. but I wanted 
when things showed up, they hit you real hard. And so that was a little intimidating. Um, but my goal was not to kill you guys at any point. I just wanted the fights to be threatening. Yeah. And so Magellan was threatening, and I actually, I said this, I told them this over the break, but um, I did the Venom Dome thing because you guys were doing too well. Yeah, so I was like, shit, I don't need to be giving you guys gin-based damage every round, so I'm just gonna... Oh yeah, he's got he's got Wall of Flames. Well, now he has Venom Wall, and he kidnaps you guys and puts you in a wall. Um, Which well, is a really cool way to handle it, too. What was the challenge rating originally, and what did you change it to? Uh, so originally, the monster card for... Magellan was a Githyaki Supreme Commander, which is a CR-14 creature. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys handled Chiryu, that was a Warlord, that was a CR-12 creature, in two rounds. So I was like, well, they need something with like 300 HP. Um, you almost fought a Planetar that was an 18 CR, and I was like, nah, I don't like that flavor. So I gave you a 19 CR Pit Fiend. Mm. Mm-hmm. And I just flavored all this fire magic as poison magic. Nice. That was a good way to do it. Um, and I also took away your firepower because you do the most damage per round. Um, and I was frustrated. Yeah. <laughs> was, you're like, oh, so I'm powerless. I was like, whoa, no. You have the dopest weapon in the party. That's fair. <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> I do have yeah. a pretty dope weapon. You can sneak attack twice per round because of Sentinel and that sword. <laughs> you're right. You're right. I want you to be hitting all the time. Um, if you didn't manage to find all of the chaos, uh, Magellan would be at four levels of exhaustion, which means he would have half HP, and uh, Smoker would be at two levels of exhaustion. Mm. I didn't know how I would plan that last part if he did have any levels of exhaustion. So was there a way to was there a way to talk him out of like talk what? Smoker out? No. Okay, so what we did was the only possible way out. Um. So you joked about jumping in the water and kicking, yeah, with the raft. I would have let you roll for it. <laughs> and uh, Jinbei is wearing an item called the cloak of the manta ray, uh-huh. which gives him sixty swim speed. And I would have just been like, okay, well, you guys combined make ninety swim speed. So <laughs> if you wanted to. <laughs> Um, but they do make the point in the manga of never showing you how Blackbeard pirates his little raft. Mm-hmm. As like a running gag? Or? Yeah. It has no crew. It's just, it has no steering column, no sails. It's just he and his crew of like seven people just standing on a boat staring angrily. God. And they just will it in a direction, I think. <laughs> they will it by fury. Really good. Because it was so like one good. where they were like, they were there and they witnessed Luffy going to Skypiea. And they were like, and they were like, man, we wanted to do that. Yup. And they're just standing on this raft with nothing. <laughs> There's nothing on this raft. And they're like, how did you guys get here? How are you pirates? <laughs> Gosh, and then you find out later that he was part of Whitebeard's crew, and you're just like, how? Why are you so bad? <laughs> Why are you so bad at things? Why does everyone hate you? What was he doing? Uh, don't worry about it. Tune in next time. No. Uh. Um, also, here is uh, Smoker's monster card is a Solaire. Oh. Which is a CR21 angel. Oh. Cool. I'm glad we didn't have to fight that. And uh, he actually started out with his ability, Flying Sword. Huh. Which is an ability that he has. 
Yeah. It's my favorite Wu Tang album. Flying Sword. Yeah. Yep. It's a good one. <laughs> um. But yeah, I just wanted to. I thought Smoker was a good part to have there at the end because he's he's always getting in the way, and he's like. I think as far as most of the Marines go, he is that force of lawful good, that, like, stereotypical paladin of, like, you break the law um, and you hurt someone, that's death. Yeah. Like, he is, he is like, there is no mercy, no matter my feelings, you broke the law and did bad. Mm. No mercy. Mm. He is that sort of character, that epitome character. Mm. And now he has a shitty New York Italian accent that I can't do. So good. <laughs> also, uh, that might be the most lore piece that I uh, made up myself was like, hey, his powers are sealed by his feet. Because um, I have no reason to believe it's not. Yeah. Like, the way he fights, he fights in a really small bubble of space. Mm-hmm. Unless he's doing, like, a really big wind area attack. But I was like, maybe his powers do work just like Buggy's. So I was like, Buggy's time to shine. Beautiful. That's what I wanted. So, I, uh, it would have been fun if y'all found Buggy, but at the same time, I'm so glad y'all got to experience the the legend of Buggy. Like, what adventure was Buggy having while you guys were doing all this shit? I don't know. Like, that's, that's, that's what you guys get to come, that's what you guys get to consider and ponder. It's like, what is the adventure that Buggy the Clown is having? I hope it was a good one. And I hope he makes it out okay. (laughs) I hope he's doing alright. I hope he's doing alright. That's also it's also gonna be one of those like since this is taking place during the two year time skip, what adventure is Buggy up to? Um, because Buggy becomes a warlord at some point in the time skip. Oh yeah. It was like, what kind of fun time is Buggy having? No, this is the reason why he became a warlord. Because oh shit! I've got to put him on your crew now so that he can become a goddamn warlord. <laughs> now you guys got the Jinbei ending, so when you guys pick up later, you guys have Jinbei on your team mm-hmm. still. Nice. There's the crocodile ending where you get Daz, and then there's the the bone clay ending where bone clay. Mm. Mr. Three wouldn't join you. Buggy wouldn't join you. Croc won't, and Eva won't. Eva has to go run a country. I know, but she's too perfect, and I love her so much. <laughs> but yeah, I think that's a uh, that's all we've got for this session. I think it turned out real fun. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll have a special session coming up soon. Um, podcast only. Podcast only. That will be uh, our friends making our or making their characters for my new pod or for my new podcast. My new session that's coming up or new campaign that's coming up. Yeah, the next Monday. Starting next Monday, and uh, yeah, it's gonna be our session zero. We probably won't record every session zero because yeah. we're gonna be we're just planning to do short campaigns all over the place. Mm-hmm. Um, but we thought just do it occasionally. Mm-hmm. Especially since this one is so um, weird. Yeah. I think it would be a good way to put it. Mm-hmm. Um, just kind of see our process of homebrewing. Yeah. So we are doing a lot of homebrew races and things that I have made up. Um, the story itself is what I made up. Um, and I'm really excited to be... Uh, DMing for you guys. Um, oh, and to tell you guys a little bit of like how my process of how this came about. Originally, the idea was just a prison break, and we were just going to be 
in the Forgotten Realms, just playing by Forgotten Realms rules, but I was mm-hmm. just going to make it pretty much impel down just in this world, and mm-hmm. it was going to be like, hey, loosely based on this. But then I just decided, like, I mean, why not just do a One Piece campaign? Just why not? Love that. Take it that full degree and uh, put it in there, because I, I know the world, and I just built it. Um, but yeah. So, hope you guys enjoyed this campaign. Thanks for listening. See you guys later. Goodbye. Thanks for listening. If you liked this episode and know someone else who would, please share it. See you next week.